was I was going home for lunch during my work week. Uh, luckily, I live close enough to my work to where I can do that on a, a daily basis. Nice. And I, I drive past this like it's Oklahoma, so there's a lot of like pasture land and, and whatnot, um, kind of by my by my work and by my house. And uh, for the first time since we moved into our new house back in 2017, I saw this this horse like come up like almost as I was driving by it it looked like the horse was coming to greet me okay. you know as I was driving by I was like oh well that's that's awesome yeah. like this horse is coming to say hey buddy have a good lunch you know because <laughs> I anthropomorphize everything sure so this horse it comes up to the fence and then just as I'm getting ready to <laughs> to drive by it <laughs> it turns around raises its tail and then bricks of shit just oh. fall directly from its ass. And I'm like, well, the reviews are in. Uh, this horse is not a fan. <laughs> it's really just letting me know what it thinks. And uh, I, I got to be honest, I, I could not argue with it. Yeah, you know, I, that might be like a, a sign of goodwill in some cultures. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. I, yeah. I think you should see it as like a, Yeah. How was the rest of your day that day? Was it shitty or good? Um, I got ran over by a oh, no. uh, lava truck, and uh. um, and then I uh, there was a, a thumbtack pushpin donation uh, uh, truck. <laughs> I was like, "Where does this one go?" I, I was really I was really running out of steam on that one. I was not prepared for this line of questioning. But you're saying that the day went well. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. you love lava. I, I do. I, some say I thrive in it yeah. after I, you know, come out of my, my cocoon <laughs> yep. uh, after my, my skin has uh, rejuvenated itself. But I was only in the ICU for like four days, so really it's not all that bad, yeah. all things considered. Yeah. Like it was in the middle of, you know, between podcasting recordings, so that's good as long as you're here. Yeah, because of our contract with Big Podcast, yep. I am required to record regardless of what what happens absolutely well yeah mm-hmm. i'm glad that you're here that full body cast does look like it hurts but mm-hmm. um overall you seem in good spirits yeah and um you know i i just wish they left me in the hospital like this but they just put me in an alley so you know listeners excuse all of the uh the car yeah. and, and street noise but you know I, I have these rats to keep me company here american Healthcare. Yep. It's great. <laughs> and they say it doesn't work. You know, <laughs> things are going great. <laughs> I think we're doing a great job here. <laughs> and Brent's treatment only cost $500,000. That's it. That's it. It's cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life-saving luckily, stuff here. Um, luckily, my name is complicated enough that they just bill somebody named Brett Hubbard. So I mean, it sucks a. to be them. Am I still in this full body cast, stuck in an alleyway with rats and spiders and all kinds of gross shit all over me. Yeah, okay, sure. But I'm not going to stay with that bill, hey, baby. Hey, and that's what counts. You look at it on yeah, the bright side. Canada. Yeah. You might say that you're looking at the horse's poop. Uh-huh, absolutely. Of the day. Oh, oh see? It came true. Exactly. It was prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brent, we have a lot to talk about today, so I'm going to say we're just going to jump right into it and say we're doing it. Does that sound good? Yes. Uh, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where uh, today we're going to do some some of our favorite thing, the thing we talk about the most, video, Incessantly. Yeah, video games. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. And yeah, I'm excited about this one, though. It should be fun. 
It was recommended on our April 1st episode that uh, we, we discuss video games. Was that from uh, Hector Roman and his nephew Desi? I don't know. Yeah. Was it from <laughs> Big Podcast? Honestly, can't remember. We'll credit them all. But uh, a scant five months later, oh, yeah. we've pulled it off. <laughs> we've decided <laughs> to discuss video games. And uh, yeah, so uh, that, that's what we'll do. Um, real quick, before we get into that, I want to give a shout out since I forgot it last time uh, at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was a guest on Erie International episode 209 to discuss volume three of Lock and Key among among amongst amongst other things um stephen fisher <laughs> juggles oxen pac-man punches petunias king no donkey kong donkey punches donkey dicks there we go oh yeah you feel better i do i feel better it seems to help thanks I got, if i remember the phrases i would try them too but uh, I never do. So yeah, you have to remember them. You can't just make them up. It's hard. You got to make it's something impossible. up that like, actually will give you some tongue twisties. Hmm. Is that yeah. what they're called? Well, guess so. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, I wanted to say right at the top of the podcast as well <laughs> that uh, I have been dealing with a lot of allergies this week, and I apologize oh. if I have to clear my throat or sniffle a little bit during this. Uh, it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle. No. Yeah, raw, bro. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Look, we both can't be tuned out at the same time. One of us has to be in there. I, th- I feel like we're we're off. We normally do okay when it's just one of us tuning out, oh, and then the other one snaps man. back mere moments yeah. before the the other one finishes we're speaking. Good about and we're that. like, uh huh. Yeah. Yep. 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 So you're saying we oh, should boy. both pay attention during this podcast? No, we just have to time it well. Okay, that make that's way better. I don't know yeah. if I can do the full on mm-hmm. so. No, yeah. Shit is boring. Yeah, we won't listen to the show. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Just kidding. The show is good now. Of course, we listen to all of it, and we're super tuned in to the whole thing. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Steven. Yeah. I feel like the the very first thing we need need to discuss, outside of horse poop and the whole incident, is uh, a travesty that you and I have recently come across. On Twitter, oh. Twitter.com. Yeah. www.twitter.com. If you're nasty. Oh, God. <laughs> our our uh, dear Lord and Savior, Carl Winslow, a.k.a. Reginald Bell Johnson. We recently learned that he is not Twitter verified. He is not uh. Twitter verified. He does not have the blue check mark next to his name. Which is infuriating. Yep. And I don't know how John Twitter lives with himself or can even look at himself in the mirror. Yep. It's an, it's insane. It's disgusting. It's terrible behavior, and it needs to be corrected. And uh, I know back when um, uh, Key and Pill was on the air, mm-hmm. um, they, uh, they started running a, a campaign on Twitter to get him Twitter verified. They couldn't do it. It just never happened wow. for whatever reason, which is insane. If Jordan Peele and uh, um, Ke- 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 uh, Keegan-Michael Key <laughs> couldn't get it taken care of, I, was like, I what wanted to call him Keegan. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Peele and Keegan Peele. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah if, they, if they couldn't do it, that leaves it up to us. So it's in our hands. So, listener, go on Twitter again, www.twitter.com forward slash 
just because it pre-fills it in there. I guess it'd be like <laughs> HTTPS <laughs> colon forward slash forward slash uh-huh. and then the rest of that, right? Again, if you're nasty. Yeah. Uh, and follow at R. Vel Johnson. That's at R-V-E-L-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. He needs your help more than any other thing on the planet. Let's, you know, forget all the illnesses. Yep. Forget all of the travesties and blights on humanity. All will be fixed once the true Lord and Savior, <laughs> Reginald Vel Johnson, gets his Twitter check mark. And then we can get back to, you know, fixing all of the other problems. I think that's a worthy goal. I think that's the next step that we need to do as a nation and as of the world. Yeah, seems fair, right? It seems fair. Uh, do you know, I don't, what are the stipulations to getting the blue check mark, though? Is it just number of followers? Is it, is there like a tournament you have to complete um, mm-hmm. against cyborgs? Yeah. <laughs> it's... He has to, yeah, he has to complete the Mortal Kombat tournament. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so once he's, okay, so once, <laughs> so once he gets to 10,000 followers, he then is entered into a tournament. Okay. He has to fight demons, cyborgs, other <laughs> gods, you know, um, a, a four-armed, like, monster, and then uh-huh. um, the final boss, of course, Steve Urkel. Um, oh, and love he, it. He must, he must claim the championship yep. for himself. And uh, yeah, and and then he'll he'll finally get that blue check mark that he rightly deserves. I just uh, we might talk about it a little bit later when we get into uh, the pop culture combat, but uh, I, I just imagined a reboot Mortal Kombat movie that they're planning mm-hmm. on, but starring Reginald Bell Johnson, Reggie VJ, uh, <laughs> up in there <laughs> as Carl Winslow, who just shows up in the Mortal Kombat world like what. And then it's like, you are fighting this tournament to get your blue check mark on Twitter. What? But, like, I want to see Reggie VJ do that right now at, like, 67 years old or whatever he is. Uh, this sounds amazing. Well, I know on recent versions of the Mortal Kombat games, um, I don't know how far back it goes, but for the past few iterations of it, they've included some, like, DLC characters, like... Um, like extra characters that that come in from other franchises, uh-huh. like Freddie and Jason have been part of mm. it. Um, That's right. And jeez, uh, who was Jesus? Like Hellboy, Jesus yeah. and Hellboy. Jesus was part. Of- <laughs> Jesus and Hellboy, they fight. <laughs> I want to play that. Uh, there could be only one winner. We know. We know who it is. Yeah, the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that one sounds awesome. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm, I'm, what I what I was saying is that like they could very easily you know port Carl Winslow yeah. into the game. I think Steve Urkel actually sounds like a legit bad boss to have to fight mm-hmm. uh, amongst the rest of those characters as well. Like he should be yeah. part of the game now. After that, well, the 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 hardest part is like once you have um, Steve Urkel on the ropes and you go to perform your fatality. Mm-hmm. He then gets into his other form, <laughs> oh. Stefan Urkel. Oh no, oh, no you have to fight <laughs> both. His, his, yep, his uh. life bar resets. You, you got to start all the way over. Yeah, and he's so smooth. He probably gets away really easily. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man, he is. He's nobody here. He does. <laughs> he does my favorite uh, favorite line probably of all time. Uh, hey, Brett, do you lose some weight? Turn to the side. Uh oh, where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> He could do that as a move, seeing you can't stab uh-huh. him. Can't stab him. Oh, it's always turned to the side. We all know Carl is sensitive about his yeah, weight. That's true. 
Damn. I don't remember if he says it to Carl. It might be. It probably is. But, uh, you know, I think we need to rewatch all of Family Matters now to see where that episode lies. Let's just do it right now. So we'll okay. just pause it here. We're going to watch Family Matters. Sweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. We'll just sync them up one by one each episode, you and I. We'll just press yeah. play at the same time. Mm-hmm. We can go, uh, we can take bathroom breaks together. Um, we can take uh, whiskey flavored vodka breaks together. Hell yeah. It's going to be great times. Put some tequila worms in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. Best of all three worlds. Everybody loves drinking the worm. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all gross. <laughs> but you put it in a beer bottle, this this concoction, and you just sip on it. Yeah. You walk around parties sipping mm. on your whiskey vodka tequila bottle. And look, since it's like wait, did you say beer bottles? Yeah. Okay. Multiples. Because I, I heard beer can. Oh, that's even better. And I was gonna so like you, you find, like, an, an open beer can, right? You pour it in there, and uh-huh. then since the beer's already open, because you don't own a manufacturing plant, every time no. you, like, walk up to somebody, you're like, hell yeah, here I am just to sip this, and then you go, like, you make the sound effect yourself, <laughs> but you, you can do it every time you take a drink, you know? Like, it's it's funny, like, the first time, uh-huh. and maybe, like, a little bit off-putting, but then as it, like, progresses, it's like, well, this, is, this guy's fucking weird. Yeah. But then at a certain point, just when you think... It's it's just like off putting, and the police are going to be called. It gets funny again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really you just have to be persistent. I think it's good. I think this is uh, the new wave of partying in America, at least the mm-hmm. the the triple drink. You know, it's called the hangover because um, it instantly mm-hmm. gives you one. And it's, oh yeah, give me a big hit at like college parties. Um, yeah, middle aged guys going to college college parties probably like it. You know, still in wearing like their Letterman's jacket and stuff. That's good. Um, and and that's the thing about the hangover drink is you don't even get drunk. You just get a hangover. <laughs> so a lot of people are like, is there. it worth it? <laughs> and a lot of those same exact people are like, no, not at all. Yeah. But it's something that we're trying to patent. We're trying to raise money again to get Reginald Bell Johnson Twitter verified. <laughs> that's the whole so, reason, guys. Do, do what you can. <laughs> do what you can. <laughs> Good circle back, dude. I like that. You know, any any amount of hangover helps. Um, yeah. You know, keep us posted In the and uh, and <laughs> <laughs> just Reginald Bell Johnson looking sadly at the camera. <laughs> in in a cage though. <laughs> and then at the end, yeah, save Reginald mm-hmm. Bell Johnson. Get him that yeah. blue check mark. That's right. This is a commercial we need to make. Mm-hmm. From getting overly intoxicated to the point where you just skip being drunk and get an immediate hangover, you can help. Oh, man. For 18 hangovers a day. Oh, wow. You, too, nice. can help because you're going to get slosh. You're going to start taking other people's phones, hopping on their Twitter. Nice. And then, Oh, you know, okay. That's, the, that's how you following. do it. Following. Okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we need to get followers and stuff. Oh, did, yeah. Did we not explain? I feel like we just maybe went into a tangent yeah. and it didn't explain. Yeah, just follow him on Twitter, and then yeah. it'll be fine. However you want to do it, you know? But, but that's up to you. This is but one avenue you can approach. Mm-hmm. Keep LTAS weird, Yeah, right? hey, yeah, definitely weird today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suck it, Austin. <laughs> Austin is uh, Brent's co-worker, of course, uh, mm-hmm. uh, who is, you know, we don't like very much. He's a natural enemy of the show, and uh, yeah, you mm-hmm. can suck it, Austin. You're yeah, not weird he's a enough. Goose. Yeah. He's a goose. I don't know how we got into that duck church, but <laughs> it is not appreciated. But I do not like him. 
No. Well, Brent, is there any other news you would like to discuss today? Hmm, let me think. Scratching chin. (laughs) Yes, there is. I didn't stumble on that at all. I don't know what you heard, but I didn't. didn't. So uh, Disney Plus Hmm. had a planned Muppet reboot. Muppets Live Another Day. Uh, But it's been canceled. Been canceled before... It aired, Rude. which is is uh, strange because it seems like that's the uh, the fifth leg of uh, the Disney like uh, franchises or whatever. To me, uh-huh. as a uh, somebody who grew up with a uh, with a lot of Muppets in my life ah, and, uh, okay. and was I a fan, you. and uh, I, I still consider my, uh, myself a, a fan of, of Muppets. I I like that uh, as a as a country. I don't know if this is all over the world, but. We're willing to accept that the Muppets are just, like, actual, like, people that live in yeah. the world. Like, you know, like, celebrities interact with them. And I always think it's fun. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a, a little uh, little bit of a bummer that they were, uh, this series was, was canceled. Uh, turns out it was a result of creative differences between the show's writing team and the higher-ups at the Disney-owned Muppet Studio. Um, but the silver lining is that Muppets Now, which is an unscripted, quote-unquote, uh, short-form variety show featuring celebrity guests in the vein of The Muppet Show, is still currently slated to debut on Disney Plus next year. So I guess they had two different shows. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. When I saw the first headline, I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. this, will not, this will not come to pass. This doesn't please me one bit. And then I saw that other part of the article. I was like, oh, okay, we'll be all right. Oh, okay. There was actually there was one. Maybe they more <laughs> combated yeah, them. And one survived, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the one that's going to bestiality, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, I uh, I didn't grow up watching the Muppets like a ton. I watched the Muppet Babies cartoon show. Uh, yeah, that was the shit. Oh, growing up, I got a thing. Yeah, I got a thing about Muppet Babies. I've been saving this. Oh man, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I you know I have a lot of things where I'm like, oh, I'd love to talk about this on the podcast. How would I get there? Yeah. Well, <laughs> really gonna have to take some weird turns. But since you brought it up, so I don't I don't know if you remember this, but mm. at the end, the very end of the Muppet Babies cartoon, it had a little like studio logo on there, okay. and uh, I don't remember yeah. exactly what the logo was, but it was Spider Man, and uh, <laughs> it was like a little like. I don't know if it was like animated or like early CGI or, or what it was, but it was like he was all silver or whatever. And I was like, who is that? And then later I learned it was uh, a character called Spider-Man. And uh, oh, that was wow. the first time I ever remember seeing Spider-Man like before, like comics and everything. It was like very young because um, I think I started watching Muppet Babies when I was like uh, 34, 35, something like that. Hey, yeah, there you go. What does it say? Marvel Productions, Marvel Productions. Limited. Wow. M- wow. MP. With a with a silver bluish Spider Man like crawling over it, that's crazy. So yeah. crazy. Damn, oh, I don't remember we'll that at all. That actually, yeah, that's awesome. Interesting, huh? But yeah, it was uh, tattooed on my brain, and uh, yes, and he's my favorite fictional character. So you know what? Thank you, Muppet Babies. Wow, that is such yeah. an interesting uh, trajectory to get to. That I didn't realize that mm-hmm. that was the uh, the introduction. Who would have known? Yeah. Man, I'm trying to think. I think, like, back in the day, Marvel maybe published some Muppet comics, but... Yeah, how did that come about, right? I don't, I don't know. It seems like of all the things to produce... Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's odd. It's but, obviously right. very Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. You remember all the kid Muppets in, uh, in Endgame, right? They were in the in mm-hmm. the battle as well. Yeah. There's so many well, Easter we, eggs there. Well, we all remember Thanos' last words. Waka waka. <laughs> Snap. 
<laughs> I really got into, like, I was into the Muppet Babies when I was a kid, and then uh, maybe some of the Muppet stuff, you know, thereafter or whatever, but it was really like the uh, the Muppets, the Jason Siegel movie, that really got me into them, and I loved that movie so much because, like you're saying, they just treat them as, like, normal people. Like, he literally has a brother who's a Muppet, and that's one of the things they deal with as brothers, is you're a Muppet mm-hmm. and you're a man, and how do we deal with that or whatever? And I love yeah. that that's the world that they live in, that they all just, like, accept that as a normal thing. Yeah. And uh, Muppet movies are like some of the only movies I will accept singing in. Oh, that makes like, sense. Yeah, I, I think they could do without. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to hate on it. Like, yeah, it's, it's there. It's part of their their canon. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm fine with it. I am excited as well about this uh, unscripted short form variety show. That could be mm-hmm. kind of fun um, for, for them in this this day and age. So we'll see what what comes mm-hmm. out. I am um intrigued by the fact that disney is already canceling stuff before they're releasing anything with it uh it seems interesting to me that they would kind of go that far and then just be like no i guess they just want the very very best whenever they have things out there yeah well i mean since it was a difference between the uh the writing team and the um muppet studio like company like maybe it was just like well we we had a, a good idea or something that we were going for and we just couldn't make it work so they were just like yeah fuck it We'll just do something else. They were trying to bring in fatalities and blood. <laughs> yes, right. That's what it was. <laughs> and they dressed Miss Piggy up as Katana. <laughs> and she was falling out all over, let me tell you. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, that thing yeah. is skimpy. Um, and they were like, we can't put this on. <laughs> they were like, we can't put this on Disney+. Plus. So, writers, we stand by you. Yeah. Basically. Maybe it'll be like a Hulu show. Or <laughs> there you like go. <laughs> get real gross <laughs> or hbo even yeah you know, like a muppets version of girls i don't know I'm just spitballing yeah. here mm-hmm. that's gonna be the episodes too spitballing starring the muppets what is it adam driver he shows up yep but he's dressed as kylo ren also a disney property but he's there to like murder all the the muppets oh mm-hmm. they don't have lightsabers only only a uh scantily dressed miss piggy can save yeah. the universe. <laughs> I can picture it. It seems like it's going to be a hit property. I think so. I think it's going to be I think real people well. will love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Well, speaking of hit properties that will probably go well, <laughs> a new Jurassic World short film directed by Colin Trevorrow debuts on FX slash online on September 15th, which is tonight as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to uh, take place a year after Fallen Kingdom, which I think we all universally <laughs> loved. And there were no problems with, with it at all. I, I saw this thing you had on here, and it made me think of that movie last night. And just thinking mm-hmm. about it, I got kind of sad. Yeah. It was just like, ah, oh, that's right. That happened, too. So I... I have a um, a weird relationship with Fallen Kingdom because I love dinosaurs, but sure. that movie was very bad. Um, but I'm not going to take it out on the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So what am I? What am I to do? I just want to see dinosaurs all the time, yeah. you know. So I'm going to watch this, um, mm-hmm. and yeah. of course, this will have come out, you know, two days ago as of, of this episode's release. Um, in case. I like the movie. I will say yeah. it's great. You should go check it out. It's a short, it's a short film. You should watch <laughs> it. I highly recommend it in case it's bad. I will say, yeah, but it has dinosaurs in it. 
Back to you. Well, I think those are the only things we can take from that. And I think that's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, either way you get dinosaurs, hopefully it's good. Yeah. You know, I, I did, uh, Colin Trevorrow was the director of the, the first Jurassic World, and we liked that one. And I, I still watch it a lot, so I'm excited to have him back in the, the director's seat for the final installment of that. And then with the short film and stuff, mm-hmm. that sounds better. Um, yeah. I, I am also curious what the short film ends up being because I've said in the past on the show that I'm excited for, uh, or I, I think I would prefer short films or uh, small clips sort of from the movie of any given movie instead of a trailer. I like kind of like uh, them to make a short film with those actors and stuff, but be giving you a teaser of what it's going to be like. And then you get to go into the actual movie and be surprised. So maybe this is a step in the right direction towards that. I'm not sure like what the purpose of it is so far, except for just getting people excited about it, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know, but you know, any, any excuse I can uh, get with uh, dinosaurs, I'm, I'm happy to have, yeah. uh, hopefully they look good. I mean, since it's a, a short film, Hopefully the the budget makes them uh, look similar to how they appear on yeah. like the big budget films, sure. um, animatronics, CGI, whatever whatever the case may be. My thing is, mm. could this be? Since we know how the previous movie ended, you know dinosaurs are running amok in the U.S. Could this be the short film that bridges the gap from Fallen Kingdom to our? Female-focused, blue the dinosaur <laughs> romantic comedy you, that we've been dreaming. Are of. you saying that they listened to this podcast and said we need to do a short film right now? I'm saying that I don't know that they didn't listen to the podcast. There you go. There you go. So make of that what you will. Yeah. Hmm? But we we did this, guys. We did we it. We did it. it. We, okay, we're both producers <laughs> on it. We did it. They contacted us. They were like. That is the best goddamn idea we have ever heard in our lives. Mm-hmm. And we said, cool, you know what's a great idea to us? It's $1.5 million each. Mm-hmm. And then it was just a dial tone. So we. So I think that means we're going to just be wired the, the money. They went, yeah. Any day now. They went their own way. But any day mm-hmm. now, we're going to get paid for our contribution to the story credit. Uh huh. In the amount of one point five dollars. <laughs> so it's a little look. Lower. Anything we can do, anything we can do to chip away at the SoundCloud rent. Um, yeah. Like, look, we we appreciate SoundCloud. I look at the analytics, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's cool. But uh, you know, with the amount of money we're paying, you know, they could they could you know throw some curtains up or something around yeah. here. But uh, it is what it is. But they don't. Know? They don't. No, they don't. They don't care. Well, they don't care. I am excited to see this. I'm hoping for some like Ray Harryhausen stop motion photography. That's what I want this to be made of. All of a sudden, just <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, they were like, we couldn't go big budget, <laughs> but look what we did with these dinosaurs, guys. It is amazing. Like one of the actors in the movie is uh, is named Jason, mm-hmm. and uh, his last name is and the Argonauts, <laughs> and. Yep. It's a long time, a long, long last name. Yeah, yeah, it's Greek, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's just Jason Manzukis's head. Oh, like, Manzukis like CGI'd. Is in this? Yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just CGI'd on Jason from uh, Jason and the Argonauts, uh-huh. like body, and it's like black and white. But Jason Manzukis's head is <laughs> yeah. full color, yeah. you know. 
<laughs> We're not that good at uh, Photoshop. What is it uh, where you... Uh, man, I can't think of what it's called now. Mm. Where you uh, put somebody Super else's... Superimpose? Is that the word you're... Yeah, but there's like a specific term. A, a deep fake. Oh, they do a deep okay. fake of, <laughs> of Zook's Sweet. head on his body. Yeah. I would love that. I'll watch that right now. I feel like when I said it the third time, that's when people really got it. <laughs> I think people like when I do that. When I just like keep saying the same thing over and over because I'm out of things to say. Absolutely. Or it sounds like I'm out of things to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. yeah. It's fine. Anyways, Jurassic Park tonight. Go watch it. Yeah, Go watch it. Exactly. All right. So should we, uh, should we get into the video game discussion? Let's do I know it. people have been waiting 111. 11? 11? <laughs> 111 episodes for us to talk about video games and here we are yeah. we have done it actually you know what technically we talked about we yeah yeah we did we did mario versus sonic yeah and what you know what let's abandon it let's let's go back to carl winslow okay people will love the it. whole episode <laughs> yeah family matters this is now our shrine to carl winslow um <laughs> brett you have to be sacrificed no, that's fine I'm, I'm good with that sweet according to to a specific course i know you know, it's time to go anyway. It's only because you're still a virgin. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, I'm br- <laughs> I'm non-white and I'm still a virgin. Which way does it go? You have a lot going for you, basically, yeah. in America. Yeah. Yeah, ladies. <laughs> Those braces are killer on you. <laughs> the four eyes are working, as I've said before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> They all blink independently as well. Oh, that is fantastic. I mean, that's like yeah. a skill that not a lot of people have. You should put that on your Tinder mm-hmm. or grinder, a, <laughs> a grinder or whatever, yeah. whatever you're into. Both. You know, I'm taking all <laughs> takers now. I'm just a version. I want to get out of it. I'll go either way, in or out. Either yeah, way. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So video game talk. Video game talk. So what are we doing? Apple had their big press conference thing this week. I don't know if you watched that, but uh, for the past couple of years, I've tuned in just to mm. just to get in on it. Usually I hear about it after the fact. Yeah, but, I read about it after the fact. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, something I'm able to, uh, to stream now when uh, uh-huh. the, the, the thing is going on. One of the things that they mentioned was the Apple Arcade, which they had, had actually, uh, I guess, released some information on last year, uh, last September. Mm. And uh, we finally have... Some additional information, including the the monthly cost. So all the games are going to be four ninety nine per month. Wait, no, it's a subscription service. Yeah. Four ninety nine per month to access Apple Arcade. So all of the games come with it. There's no extra like buy in content for it. It's just four ninety nine per month, and then you get the game. You're able to stream it and play it, and uh, it does come with a one month free trial. I saw some of the games that they had, um, I guess, previewed on the 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 presentation mm-hmm. i thought oh some of those look all right um so is this something that interests you at all would this help you dive more into playing games potentially i do like this because um there are a few games now like uh apple games any kind of apps which is generally what i play right now that mm-hmm. they you know they've been struggling with figuring out how to do payment models whatever it's like sometimes they're just free or they have a free version um I'm, I'm okay. Did you say free virgin? The free, that's Brent. I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> You're very sensitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they started getting, you know, like you could just pay for it, obviously, like buy it for like $1.99. $1.99. Um, 
uh, I don't know why I said that, dollar ninety nine. Um, but like, there's a new new model right now, and there's one that I, a game that I like. But they're if you want to buy it, if you go to purchase it, it's it's four ninety nine a week to subscription model. I think is what it is. Holy shit. Or yeah, and then there's like yeah, if you buy it for a year, it's only like fifty dollars a year, and I'm like. That's like paying for a an entire movie streaming library service. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not buying your one thing. So I think this – basically what I'm getting to is I think this is a good option that has these quality games for $4.99 all included. Um, I think that's much better uh, model for me to get into. Yeah. And I will certainly try it for free uh, with a trial and everything. But um, mm-hmm. some of these games, I, I, I can just tell you like right now I was going through and I was like, I wouldn't play that. Like – there's a new like a lot of the newer games. I'm just not into the style of them as much. I'm pretty simple, uh, and I know what I like. But there's one game kind of mentioning what we talked about earlier. Brent, you love lava. Uh, there's a game called Hot Lava that looks pretty yes. rad. And so that's Hell the yeah. one in that, particular. That's one of the ones that's yeah, yeah. That I'm like, I want to play that though. So I'll definitely try it. But I'm curious yeah. to see if I'll actually like it eventually. You know, this whole service. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I would play so much on my phone, though. I, I guess that would be an option since yeah. they work cross-platform. That's cool. Yeah. But um, I, I really want to get one of the. Um, I after that presentation, I had looked into like video game controllers because I, I really want to play something on my TV. Yeah. Like I've got a, a nice size TV in my living room, and I, I kind of miss playing something on there. Um, I have a couple of uh, free apps on my Apple TV, uh, but they're not really like all that great yeah. like they're they're good for like killing a couple of minutes but it's not anything i'm gonna exactly play long form you yeah. know so um i i found this uh this wireless controller on uh amazon so i think i might buy that this week awesome. and uh the the service launches on september 19th which will be this friday uh-huh. oh, i believe yeah. right yeah yeah right yeah wait when is the 19th yeah yeah it's one of those it's a day <laughs> yeah Hold on, bringing up the calendar. This is all worth it. Thursday. Thursday, the third day. Okay. <laughs> we just watched that episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> Friends, yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. When? Yeah. Thursday. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I think this will be a good way to do it. Um, I, I'm definitely up for that free month uh trial yeah. and uh hopefully there's some uh there's some like platformers it seems like there's a good variety of games out there um some of them like you had mentioned i'm just not um up to speed on um yeah because i haven't played like an actual like console game in such a long time sure. but um i think overall I'm, I'm looking forward to uh to the apple arcade just to see what's out there and maybe like this may not be a service that I have year round, but maybe like dip in yeah. here and there, you know, just to, to see what's uh, what the kids say on and popping. Oh, back to you. Well, uh, yeah, I just want to mention that 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 what that hot lava game is. That was cool. It's like uh, yes. don't touch the floor because it's lava. It's like a, a living room setup sort of or like a house that you have to jump on the mm-hmm. furniture. But it, uh, it involves a guy in like a hazmat suit and there is actual lava on the ground. And I'm like. Why had, did it take this long to make this game? Uh, that mm-hmm. sounds awesome. So there's definitely a few in here that I would like to try. And then some, like I would, if you're buying this service or whatever, or you're trying it out, like I would certainly give them a shot for a little while and see if there's mm-hmm. anything I like. Maybe there's stuff I just didn't even know about, you know? Yeah. Because I'm not a yeah. big gamer, so. But, well, it's a good thing we're doing this episode. <laughs> I know. You taught me about this, Brent. <laughs> you put this on there. And I was like, oh, yeah, Apple Arcade. Cool. Because I did watch yeah. a little bit of the Apple stuff, but I was looking for, like, phones and iPads. I was looking for the other things involved. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't really heard about this until you mentioned it. So we'll see yeah. how it turns out. 
Uh, I, real quick about the Apple presentation. Uh, I, too, um, am, you know, kind of gravitate towards, you know, what are the new phones going to do? Because mm -hmm. I use my phone every day, right? Yeah. And uh, the past couple of years, like, the, the full screen thing is cool, but it's not enough for me to pull the trigger yet. Mm -hmm. um, I, I imagine, like, eventually I'll, I'll get there, but it's not anything I, I just have to have. Um, they did the presentation on the, what is it, the iPhone 11 this year. Uh -huh. Uh, and they were like, oh, yeah, there's two cameras on there or whatever. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I guess. Like, I'm fine with my camera. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. trying to – I don't really take a lot of photos, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then they did this spread where it's, like, the different phones, and they uh, they kind of, like, flower out, like, to mm -hmm. where you can see all the different colors or whatever. Oh, yeah. And just, you know, some, some of the standard colors or whatever. They have a, a nice, like, minty green and everything. And then they had a purple one. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm in. I might, <laughs> I might have to – That is I kind of like the purple awesome. one. Yeah, because I saw that purple one and I thought of you and I was like, I wonder mm -hmm. if Britt will get this, but I don't. We don't ever talk about phones. It's not like a big part of mm -hmm. our lives or whatever. I have an yeah. old ass phone that's breaking right now, which is why I was excited to look at the new ones because I need to oh, upgrade. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, that's when I saw that one. I was I th totally thought of you and wondered if that would uh, appeal to you. That's hilarious. You know, I don't know what it is. It's just like the color of your phone. Um, but you know, I, right now I have a a gold phone that I'm not. Mm. Little, big on yeah um i used to have a, a black iphone i think this is a seven and uh i was having some issues with the screen so i traded it in okay or they they sent me a replacement is what it was and they sent me this gold one. Oh, weird i was like oh god that's that's not what i want <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just weird like i don't feel like i'm a, a gold person yeah you know? but, but just just the know, teeth can you feel the gold teeth but other than that that's like your signature mm -hmm. Yeah, green for the money, gold for the honeys. Yeah, of course. But you know, I don't need that on my. I don't need that on my phone. <laughs> You're a modest man overall. I'm. I'm living it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I had avoided a lot of their new phones for a long time, and Amanda has a seven, I think, or maybe an eight. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, we're looking to upgrade mine, and I, I do take a lot of photos. And my camera, I have like the SE, which is the tiny version of the, the iPhone, the old. It's like the old five. And, mm -hmm. uh, the camera on that has been, has just really grown to be a piece of shit. I've realized lately, like, I think it's just like old now, like everything else just looks so much better that mine looks like shit. Um, but I'm excited for these new cameras. It seems kind of cool. They have like a, a mm -hmm. an ultra wide angle, which is what I usually want. I'm always like, why is this thing like so close? Whatever. Like I can see it in my eyes and it looks this way. And I go to my phone and it looks this way. I hate it. And now they're like, Oh, mm -hmm. we can actually like back up the photo and it'll look a little better that way. So I'm excited for yeah. that. Um, and then, yeah, the other things, there's some other stuff, like, that's kind of cool, but as a, uh, getting back to this thing, as a gaming platform, we'll see. I, I'm, I avoided the big phones, because I don't like the feel of them in my pocket. I don't like carrying around, basically, a small iPad. But maybe I'll have more yeah. real estate now to watch things, and I'll get more excited about it, but, um, that's we'll see. That's true. Yeah. That's kind of the, the appeal for me. My wife ran a race yesterday, um, they're kind of two back-to-back -back races, and so I was reading... Uh, comics on my Comixology mm -hmm. app on my phone, and uh, it's it's fine here on the seven. But I'm like, eh, you know, I probably get bigger pages on this if I had one of yeah. the the phone upgrades That's or whatever. True. So won't have to squint so much. And can I pinch to make it bigger? Yes. Do I do it? Eh, sometimes. <laughs> if I'm real lazy, I'm just like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> I'll just ruin my vision further. That's all right. <laughs> well, imagine my little phone. Uh, the mm -hmm. other day, I, I I just got a new job, and when I, we were training for things. Um, they were too many. There's like they're hiring so much they didn't have enough computers for everybody to look at. Um, so they were like, just use your phones. Just here's a website to do these like little tests. That was easy enough. And then they were like, hey, do this training on your like look at it on your phones. There's a test at the end of it. And I was like, all right, cool. And I opened up 
a 56-page single-spaced Word document. <laughs> Holy shit. And I, I looked at my tiny phone that is like three and a half inches or whatever, and I was just like, mm-hmm. nope. And I just stopped reading. I was like, this is not possible. I cannot do this. There was no zooming. I, the best I could do was turn it sideways and would fill oh, a little yeah. more sideways, but I could only see like, you know, an inch and a half from top to bottom, basically. And uh, yeah, that, that, that did not work out. I, if I had a bigger phone, it would have been maybe okay. Not great either way, but. It's like an incremental difference if you turn it horizontally yeah. versus vertically or whatever. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is my best option. And I did it. And I was like, I made it through like another paragraph. And I was like, that's it. That's as much as I can do. That's what fit on my screen. You know, like I'm, I'm done. They come to check on you and you look up and your eyes are just filled with blood. Pretty much. And that's just Mm -hmm. a normal thing, you know? Yeah. Um, But it induces it, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the problem. Like I'm used to that if I'm in a social situation that's accepting of my bloody eyes. But this Mm -hmm. was like a new job and I was trying to make a good impression. And I just looked over at my neighbor and I was like, bloody eyes. And she screamed Mm -hmm. and it was like a whole big ordeal. And I said, tiny phone. And they were like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Work. As a, as a side note, My Bloody Eyes is probably my favorite Sinatra song when he was going through his like dark period. You so know? good. That's pretty good. The red mm-hmm. period, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. The red, the red period. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, Brent. Hello. More video game talk. Oh, yes. Let's do it. He commands it. He commands it. So, uh... You and I are not uh, what one would consider gamers or no. knowledgeable about video games <laughs> or with it. Um, so let's let's start with our, our games from our youth and then okay. we can uh, see if there's anything recently we've we've played. Yeah, um, that might surprise the other. So um, what was the first system that mm. you owned? the first video game system that you owned when you were younger? Well, I'm going to. I'll say real quick that my family owned a regular Nintendo, and I did grow up with that. Factory? And loved it. The way what? <laughs> factory. Yeah. A regular Nintendo factory. <laughs> we were just a normal family in America, just building Nintendos out of our house <laughs> in our backyard factory. Uh, yeah. No, uh, of course. We've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there. We, uh, we owned one of those, so that, that is like my first, and, and I do give it up to that, but my first system that I owned was a Sega Genesis, and that really was like oh, okay. my thing growing up. Um, I was a huge Genesis fan. I never had a Super Nintendo. We went from Nintendo to Genesis, so. Phil Collins is, yeah, yeah. he's pretty good. He's he real drums good, and sings. He mm-hmm. drums and sings. Mm-hmm. Uh, randomly, actually, and he kills a guy in that one song. <laughs> <laughs> no, he let him die. It's totally different. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he was totally innocent. Absolve him. Absolve <laughs> Phil Collins. There's a. <laughs> Let's get the hashtag going. One of my new coworkers actually the other day was like, "Hey, I'm going to this concert soon." And we were like, "Cool, what is it?" And she was like, "Phil Collins." And I was like, "I would totally go to a Phil Collins song for that one drum solo alone." I just want to see that live. You know? Like, he's not even playing the drums on that song, but he nope. does, like, sit at the kit. Like, he's he's sitting at his <laughs> drum kit, singing. And then yeah. for that part, he does that fill, and then he gets up, and somebody else, like, that's fine. runs over there real quick. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's um, what we want to see. That's all you need to see. But, uh, anyway, video games? Mm-hmm. Genesis. Yes. Yep. 
back to you. Okay, so that was that that was your for, first system. Like so yeah. the the NES that was already in your household, you would say since you had older say. siblings, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then the the Sega, that's when you Sega. really like latched onto it. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Sing it again. Sega. Oh, oh god, god. he's me boner even to this day. He's got the voice of an angel and the boner of one. Um <laughs> So, so, okay, so let's, let's back up. So on the Nintendo, the, the NES that you had, did you have any games you like to play on that one? Or was that just like, oh, yeah. this is here? Oh, no, I certainly like to play stuff on there. Uh, the, okay. the first Mario with, with Duck Hunt, of course. I think Duck Hunt mm-hmm. was really my favorite thing as a kid. <laughs> You know, I know you're saying I know you're saying duck hunt, but uh-huh. my juvenile brain is hearing duck cunt, duck hunt, uh, duck d- 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 hunt. Uh, I like to play duck hunt a lot. It's my favorite rapper, duck hunt. <laughs> she has bars. Um, yeah, and the regular Mario. Uh, it's funny though. I, I remember playing like Super Mario three, but I think three was on Super Nintendo. I must have played it like arcades, I guess. Like, I get uh, hazy mm-hmm. about what was on which system and everything from the era. Um, Excite Bike. Fucking loved Excite Bike on the regular. Oh, Nintendo. yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Excite Bike, you can make your own, like, track or whatever. Yes. Is that the right one? Uh, I'm thinking? So okay, cool. yeah. That was yeah. such a fun game. I loved motorcycles, like dirt bikes and stuff when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So that game was amazing. Um, yeah, and you can make your own little tracks and everything. That was fun. Um, God, I really can't remember a whole lot on there that I played. That's the, that's the thing. Like, I remember the Nintendo for sure. It's ingrained in my brain. Mm-hmm. I still have them um, uh, over there in my office. Uh, but, yeah, I don't oh. really – I don't have any games left over. I have my old Sega system that I grew up with, but and I have games from it. But I don't have uh, any Nintendo games left over, so. Oh, wow. Randomly, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever play the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Nintendo game? No, I played like the arcade games oh, for those. Yeah. I never played them on a system though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that first that first Turtles game. Holy shit. Yeah. That was like almost impossible. Like I could get to I think it was level three, but then there's this weird like jump in a sewer you have to do. Uh-oh. You have to jump from one platform to another, but they put this block in the way to where you can't you have to be like highly skilled. And if you miss it, you're in the and the like undercurrent in the sewer and you just get washed away and you have to start over it's a pain in the ass um and it was not worth it but i played the shit out of that game yeah um did you ever play super c like contra or super c anything like that contra sounds familiar um but i don't think i owned it i played some games too with uh my brother-in-law josh since then oh yeah tried to type in contra on the website or and in the web, the website into Google and it pulled up something uh-huh. different. Yeah, I remember uh, there's like Contra, there's like a uh, Contra two or something, right? I feel. Um, <laughs> yeah, like played. Super C, I think was the sequel. Oh, was that one? Okay. Was there Contra two? I think there I was know. like Contra, then Super C, then Contra three. One of them sounds kind of familiar, but I don't remember like playing yeah. it as a kid. So. Oh my god! Yeah, I you? used to play the shit out of of Super C. They had. Like, you'd yeah. have guns or whatever that would shoot, like, pellets. Uh-huh. And uh, then you could get a machine gun that shot the pellets a little bit faster. Yeah. And then they were like, you know what? Fuck it. You have a laser gun that shoots a laser <laughs> out a little bit. And then uh, you've got this, like, spread cannon and all this stuff and uh, play the shit out of it. And it was a Konami game, meaning mm. that you could use the Konami code. Oh, yeah. And, 
and uh, get some uh, like extra lives and and all of this shit. So it was uh, it's pretty awesome. I, I love the shit out of that game. I have on NES. I have played this. Yeah, I looked it up. Super Contra. Um, I, but I think I played it later. I think uh, this was for sale on the Wii Store that uh, Josh and I got like oh. years ago, and we played the shit out of that mm-hmm. for like a whole weekend. And it's so oh, much yeah. fun. This game is crazy fun. Uh, mm-hmm. But I had missed out on it as a kid. Yeah, that's one that I didn't really play. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so let's jump forward to... Um, well, to What about oh, you, yeah. though? I'm curious, what was your first system? Uh, same thing, NES. NES was my yeah. very first one, because um, I'm uh, light years older than you. Mm. So uh, NES. Um, and uh, yeah, I used to play games on it all the time. And it was, it was weird, because uh, we didn't... I didn't grow up with a, a lot of money in my household, so anytime mm-hmm. I got a game, even if it was bad, I was just like, this is the greatest thing nice. I've ever experienced in my entire life. Yeah. Wait, wait till uh, you have sex, dude. You're going to be like that. <laughs> oh, I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> You're going to marry the first girl you sleep with. <laughs> he or she is going to be thrilled. <laughs> so um, I had this one that was called, like I think it was like Balloon Fighter or something like that. Oh, okay. Where you're this little like character, and you have two balloons floating up above your head. And I think you have like a helmet on or whatever. But you like hit, I think yeah. like A repeatedly to like smack your ass so you fly up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got like all these enemies you have to avoid. Um, if you get hit by one or um, like there are these like glowing stars, if you get hit by one of those. Um, it'll pop one of your balloons, and then uh, so you just have to fly around with one. Oh, if that balloon gets popped, that's essentially like killing you. You you fall off the screen. And uh, I remember back in the day when uh, video rental stores were a thing, there were um, places in my hometown that had uh, video games you could rent. And I remember mm-hmm. renting Donkey Kong Jr. Have you ever played that before? I was never huge in the Donkey Kong stuff, yeah. See, I wasn't either, but mm-hmm. um, Donkey Kong Jr. was the shit. Like, you could move from vine to vine. Like, you played as the gorilla, uh-huh. which I always like. I always like playing um, non-human uh, characters more than human characters right. in video yeah. games because it's like, you know, it's an avatar. Why not make it, you know, different than, uh, than what you get, you know? Uh-huh. I'm not trying to play a white guy, you yeah. know? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, so, so, uh, I, I remember playing that a lot and, uh, you know, any version of a Ninja Turtle game I would play. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Oh, and man, I remember playing with my friend Adam. Um, he had a game called, uh, Gorilla, was it Gorilla War? Gorilla something? Gorilla, Gorilla Fuck, I can't remember. Hmm. Gorilla Jizz. That's what it was. Samsonite. Got it. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember what what it was called now. Something something with Gorilla. It was like a, a, uh-huh. a, a war game. But it was one of these games where, like, after you die, you can just hit A and B together, and you just, like, come back. So you oh, could, okay. like, all in one sitting, go through and just, like, conquer the game. Oh, nice. Like, all in one sitting. It was, it was badass. Because that's really war. all I want from it. Oh, that's what it's called. Okay, yeah. Maybe. It's spelled like, like <laughs> Gorilla War there. Well, though, you know, like, yeah. the... Yeah. Um... Instead of a gorilla. G- yeah. Gorilla. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm going to pronounce yeah. that. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember that game at all. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, man. That was good. Good times. There's so much stuff, see, I missed out on. I think I was too young. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't really do a lot of the NES stuff as much. So yeah, uh, I was I was trying to look through some games, and I was like, yeah, that sounds kind of familiar. A few of them, but mm-hmm. not a lot. There's only one game 
that uh, was and continues to be my white whale, the one that uh, got away, never got a chance to play it. Oh, okay. I had it in my hands at the video rental store one day, and uh, my parents said, you know, it's just not in the budget. We'll have to get it next time. Yep. And there was no next time. There was no next time. No. Because reality was reset. And uh, <laughs> Damn it. Not again. Or, you know, something like that. Yeah. It was a reboot. Um, it was the NES version of the Darkwing Duck video game. I just wanted oh. to play it so bad. Have yeah. not been able to. Wow. Um, I I hear there are emulators out there. Uh-huh. I'm not smart enough to put that together. I don't know what that is, you know? Yep. You're not. Uh, <laughs> but but eventually, I want to be able to to play it just to close that loop, you know? Absolutely. Feel like I it's, think you should. It's, it's something that I need to do. It's on my, my bucket list. I, got, I have two things on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Play the Darkwing Duck video game and then die. So... <laughs> You should save the die one for last. I guess so. Yeah, I'll, I'll swap out the order on that. Yeah, you it might really be more should. feasible. Yeah, I hadn't um, thought about it. Tell me, uh, where did you have your system set up as a kid? Uh, in my my room, in my bedroom. Oh, uh, I think we fancy. briefly, okay. when we first got it, we had it in the living room. Uh-huh. But there were issues because I would want to play video games all the time. Yeah. Um, but then my mom was like, I want to watch Melrose Place. And I'm like, but video games. And she yeah. was like, but I'm the adult. And I was like, but damn. All right. Yeah. So had to wait. So you grew up on Melrose Place. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I would still I would still hold the controller as I was watching it, you know, to, 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 to control them. Yeah. yeah. And it's mm-hmm. how you approach most adult situations now. Mel- Melrose Place is the Bible to you. Correct. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. It, mm-hmm. it's, what makes you unique and what makes you um, so difficult to be in a relationship with, I think. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Uh, some would say <laughs> undesirable. But Brandy works through it, man. She really, uh, she was a 90210 girl, so she was kind of up in there. You guys are able to, to work together. Yeah, yeah, she was uh, a fan of the, the continuity there, you know, so it, it, yeah. it works out. But, it works. Um, you know, one of it's these good. days um, she is going to deflower me. So I'm, oh. you know, keeping my fingers crossed. In the me meantime, too, hit me up on Grinder, um, you know. <laughs> my marriage is fine. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was curious because I think we had a guy. I, I don't have any memories, actually, of us having a system in the living room. I'm sure we did at one point. The Nintendo seems like a, a likely candidate, but um, mm-hmm. the, the first memories I have of that or the Sega were uh, my parents. We had a three-bedroom house. We had mm-hmm. My parents had four kids, uh, all under 10, I guess, 11. So um, eventually they switched the rooms around, so my parents took a, a different bedroom, and they gave the master bedroom to the three boys, so whenever I got old enough, um, it was like my oldest brother, Jeff, like in high school, and then Danny, like a few years younger than him, and then the little me. And I, I think we had the, since we had the bigger room and stuff, like we had a TV in there, and I think we hooked up our systems in there for a while because we all usually played it, you know, so same yeah. kind of thing. But I have like vivid memories of playing video games like on the floor, you know, like crisscross applesauce or laying down or something like that. Um it's just so different to now like that. Uh, now I just, if, if, if anything I play like on my phone, on the couch or whatever, you know, but there's like this nostalgia mm-hmm. that built into like how I played that with all the cables running everywhere and, uh, you know, just like chilling on the floor as a little kid. So mm-hmm. good times. You know, I, um, uh, I laughed a moment ago because, yeah. uh, y- you were talking about not having a, uh, a video game system in the living room. 
And uh, for whatever reason, that triggered a, a memory for me that <laughs> yeah. I hadn't thought about. So, so yeah, like we, I, I didn't grow up with a, a lot of money, but I never like felt poor. Mm-hmm. But then thinking back on it, I'm like, fuck, I think I was poor. <laughs> because That's a good way your parents were given it, yeah. Yeah, right? So I, uh, I remember like eventually I... Um, I was able to move the um, the the Nintendo into my bedroom because I finally got a TV in there because uh-huh. I didn't have one before, and uh, they surprised me one week and they're like, hey, "We bought you a TV." So I was like, "Oh wow, really? That's awesome!" So I remember the first thing I did is hook up the Nintendo, and now that I'm thinking back on it, like <laughs> I didn't have the the TV and the Nintendo, which were stacked on top of each other. So it was uh-huh. like the TV, then the Nintendo on top of it. Yeah, nice. Um, and it's not like a, a a new TV, you know, for our, our younger listeners. It's a uh-huh. uh, it's one of those like deep, deep, um, like body TVs or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was a what do you call them? Like the a tube CRTs. television yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. So um, it it was it was heavy. Um, and I remember oh, yeah. both of them thinking back to it were initially set on a tin TV tray. <laughs> uh, they were just <laughs> Brighton almost died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like holy shit. Like, I don't even know. Like, eventually I got a, um, like a cabinet to, to put them on, but it Uh, was like for a good few months, it was just like all of this weight. It was like over, at least over 80 pounds, like sitting on top of this thin ass TV tray. And it's like, when I say it's tin, like you could pick it up and you could like manipulate the tin with your fingers. Like if you pressed hard (laughs) enough, you know, (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. I think a grandmother of mine had some of those or something. I I have like a memory of of that type of TV tray. Yeah. Um, I think that's where we got them. Yeah, grandparent. Yeah, yeah right. That is <laughs> yeah. amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? You do what you can for your kids. That's right. Even if yeah. you almost kill them. That's, that's right. I mean, that's that's parenthood right there. I think mm-hmm. I'm not a parent, but it seems like at any at any moment, your child's nearly uh, a second away from death. So uh, mm-hmm. you know they get into all kinds of shit. So might as well just you know try things out and see if it works. And if they live, they live. Man, that works. If not, you just make another one. It's fine. That's fine. That's the whole point of how people make kids. That's the rule in my family. <laughs> you have one. If they die, you just have another? Yeah. I should say I'm uh, I'm Brent number four uh, in nice. my family. Um, you know, <laughs> the other three that came before me. So you even name them the same until you get it right, and they stick, and they, they don't die. Mm-hmm. And then you can move on yeah. to the next. That's good. It's a real uh, multiplicity situation. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that Michael oh, sure. Keaton movie, but uh, they keep referring to me as the one who puts pizza in a wallet. Oh, man. Um, I don't You're know what that means. One. I've never seen the movie myself. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but they they told me that it's a good thing I, I befriended you because I do like to say, okay, Steve, yeah. all the time. So. <laughs> do you remember there's a part where he's shaving? And they're like, oh, don't worry. We took the blades out. And then it shows him, like, shaving his, like, he's using it on his tongue. His tongue. Ugh. That makes me just like, oh, it's so gross. Blades or no blades? I don't care. That, oh, ugh. That's mm-hmm. like some kind oh, of That's what Wesley Snipe said when, when he uh, refused to pay his taxes, you know? Ugh. Blade, no blade. I'm not paying those taxes, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh... I, I did have one last little memory about that yeah. TV in that bedroom I was talking about that you made me think of mm-hmm. was that um, we also had a, a an old tube TV, a really heavy one that had been like our living room TV. And then uh, we got a new living room TV. And so the, the boys got that one. We were all really stoked because it was like, I think it was about like a 27 incher. So it was like a big Ooh. TV, right? Um, 
But at a certain point, we used to we pretty much exclusively used it for like video games. You know, there's like cable at the time, sure. but I don't think we even had cable. Um, you know, so it's like whatever channels, and that's pretty much all you had. Uh, at one point, that TV kind of broke, and all all you could see was like a three inch strip along the bottom. <laughs> Um, so like basically for a video game, you could see like enough of the action, like you could see people's feet and stuff. So like we would still play, like I, I have memories playing that at a, at a sleepover. I had friends come over and I was like, it's fine. We'll just play with this TV. It's fine. Cause that's how I played for like months. As far as I remember, Holy and, shit. Uh, yeah. they gave, my friends gave up really quickly. They were like, oh, we can't play this game. You can't even see the screen. And I was like, it's yeah. no, it's fine guys. But, uh, yeah, the things you'll do for video games as a kid, apparently, <laughs> When that TV craps out, there's not another one around, you know? You're not just going to, you know, to get one, so. That's funny. I remember on, uh, I think it was Super Mario 3, they had the, um, the like, stats or whatever down at the bottom. There's, like, some information, and you had the, like, running speed bar and all that stuff uh-huh. down at the bottom. So, like, you would literally, in that case, you would only see his feet, like, his <laughs> yeah. little hooves as he's, like, <laughs> traipsing across the screen. Yeah. Yep. That'd be a tough one, too, because you can fly in that one, all kinds of stuff you wouldn't be able to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Bumping into everything. But, yeah, it, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't a great experience, but it was my childhood mm-hmm. experience for a few months at least. It probably happened for, like, one day. I have no idea. But, like, I have, like, <laughs> multiple <laughs> memories of this TV like that and playing video games that way. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, um, it's not, like, ideal, but it's incredible. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the uh, resilience. Yeah. You know, like, this is what I have to deal with. I'm going to do it. Yeah, pretty much, you know, get it done. Mm-hmm. So, yep. feel pretty good about uh, it. Well, tell me, tell me about your, your uh, Sega Genesis. Um, I didn't have a Sega. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I take it back. I had a, uh, a Game Gear. I, I never had a Genesis. Oh, but yeah. uh, I think there were some, uh, some good titles on there. What, uh, what was your, your game of choice or games of choice? Well, what's, what I said earlier is, uh, is fun is that I did find my dad had kept all these old systems and stuff and gave them to me like a year or two ago. So I mm-hmm. last night, whenever you had this on the list about like games we remember and stuff, uh, I went back and just looked at the video games that I still have for my Genesis. Um, which what's funny though about it is I don't remember some of them. Uh, they very well could have been my brothers had bought them or gotten them or whatever. Um, but some of them like I have no memory at all. Like I have FIFA soccer. I don't remember playing a oh, single yeah. soccer game like ever <laughs> growing up. Um, yeah. Which is weird, but the ones I remember from the the ones that I had back there were uh, Sonic Two and Three, which I uh, okay. still obviously love so much. Uh, the Lion King game I used to play a whole lot. Yeah, um, okay, had some real fun stuff in it. Uh, Jurassic Park, which I don't remember a lot of, but I would love to play again. <laughs> oh yeah, my friend Adam had that, and uh, I believe that's the was it the first Jurassic Park game? Uh, yeah, it just says Jurassic Park on it. Yeah, it came out in like ninety three or ninety four. So, I think you could play as either um, uh, the the scientist man. What's his name? Uh, Alan fucking, Grant. Yes, yeah. You could either play as him or you could play as a Velociraptor. Oh yeah. And my friend was like, uh, "Here, you want to play as uh, <laughs> the scientist?" And I was just like, "Dinosaur immediately. That's all I want. You just go through and murder everything." Um, of course. And it was it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I I had Aladdin, but I don't remember playing Aladdin. Um, so I, I, apparently I was uh, big into those Lion King, Aladdin, those Disney Renaissance games. Um, mm-hmm. Two that I remember a whole lot, though, were um, uh, NHL and uh, I, I'm not sure which one I played. I think I played Madden 95, but I remember NHL 94 or 95, which is the same game that Brody plays in Mallrats. I had that game. 
Uh, oh, okay. And we used to play the shit out of the game. I used to love the NHL 95, I guess, um, so much. But I don't have it anymore. It's one of the games that uh, wasn't in the box, unfortunately. So, oh, but, uh, okay. Outside of that, I do remember playing um, like Cruising USA or Cruising Worlds had like a port. Um, Hell yeah. For the Genesis that I fucking loved. A friend of mine had that growing up. Um, uh, Zelda, the Zelda games, I played those. So that's another like probably like a regular Nintendo that I played mm-hmm. i forgot about uh, i also had a a game boy for a while and i, I loved the wario game on that one yes uh, yeah but i don't remember a ton of the the games my game boy I, I bought it from a friend um growing up or whatever and then uh it had whatever games he had pretty much um mm-hmm. so yeah and then it kind of gets into my my, my my more modern era but uh yeah that's kind of my, my childhood games that i remember playing a lot what about you so, like I said, I had a Game Gear, not a Genesis, but that didn't stop me from wanting desperately to play Sonic 2. So I got it for Game Gear for Christmas one year, and uh, I played it, and I was just so, so excited. Like, oh, yeah. I like Sonic anyway. I remember playing demos of it at uh, at different department stores or whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, this game is awesome. <laughs> I wonder if it's humanly possible to play this for more than three minutes at a time. This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when I saw that uh, Sonic 2 came out and you can control not one, but two animal characters, yeah. I was like, this is it. This is the pinnacle. <laughs> this, we have we done it. We will never get better than this. <laughs> <laughs> so I get the uh, the Sonic 2 uh, Game Gear cartridge and uh, Sonic and, uh, and Tails prominently featured on it. And even in the little like uh, the title screen where Sonic pops up out of the, the center ring uh-huh. it has uh, tails there as well yeah tails does not follow you around through the game gear oh, version no. of sonic 2 <laughs> and it is a bummer because like in the the like genesis version yeah you can actually like jump in uh like tails hands yeah. like you could connect hands with them and, and fly up and and whatnot which would have been so awesome but not a possibility oh, for man. this game and i remember like just uh, trying to figure out some way to like is he unlockable like what do you have to do to finally get yeah, tells sure. in this bitch but uh it was not to be um and the, the game was kind of just okay overall yeah, um, upsetting. one of my other favorite games to play on game gear was the earthworm gym game did you ever play that <laughs> okay yeah i forgot about that game that's funny oh my god yeah oh, i was such a huge fan and and that game it had a more um authentic like port to it so even though it was like uh visually a little bit different than the uh, the genesis version like the gameplay features were there like all the like fun shit that i wanted uh-huh. uh was was on that version um so I, I played the shit out of that and um uh so i'm i'm a big fan of uh ewj um i'm trying to think oh uh one of my other favorite games which is so strange because this isn't even a thing anymore but it was the cool spot video game it was like a licensed seven up game (laughs) have you ever heard of this (laughs) yeah you play as the the cool spot like back in the day the little like red dot on the seven up uh logo uh was a character like he had sunglasses and he would like wow anthropomorphized and who would like interact with the uh, the seven up bottle and everything and we'd hop on the logo they turned it into a, a video game and i loved it i thought it was great i played the shit out that of it that is so um, funny it, so it was, uh, it was pretty badass there's actually a review of that online from a, a co- like a website called arcade spot that has a 4.7 out of five stars 
<laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. badass. It was good. It was a, it was a really good like platformer. Wow. Um, and then um, one of my other games that I was uh, really into was Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. Um, I had the, the, the Game Gear version of that um, didn't have blood. <laughs> so, like, it, it was another one of these things where I, I probably would have been better off just like having a Genesis or whatever. Yeah. But I just wanted something to like travel with. Like back in the day, my dad would like um, he would have a lot of like errands to run around town and stuff. And he would uh, put his car in these different car shows around town. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it would give me something to do. Um to to not bother him essentially um and keep myself <laughs> yeah. busy and entertained so Fair i would enough. uh I, I would just like have my face buried in that and i had all these like peripherals for game gear uh-huh. so i had like this magnifying screen uh-huh. i had this like weird battery pack <laughs> like i had this whole carrying case of accessories nice. just to play you know earthworm gym on the go or whatever but God, um, i think you, know you look so fucking it. badass i was pretty cool um again <laughs> need to diversionize myself yep. so hit me up <laughs> put a game gear up there um yeah it, uh so earthworm jim i wanted to say that uh, i had a friend who i grew up with who was a big nintendo guy so he had the nintendo the super nintendo i had the genesis that worked out really well good friends mm-hmm. um he was super in, into nintendo and he had like the nintendo power magazine subscription and everything Hell yeah. yeah. And Hell yeah. He introduced me to Earthworm Jim. He loved that game and it was fun, but that's why I'd forgotten about it because we always played it at his house. And uh, But it was one of his favorite games or series or whatever. Um, so yeah, that was that's cool. I forgot about that. Um, and then obviously Mortal Kombat, yeah, which we'll, we'll talk about later more, but um, was a, a game that I loved. It was uh, probably my favorite game on the Genesis, which is sad that I don't have it anymore. It wasn't on the box either, but um, I had the, uh, the ultimate uh, Mortal Kombat 3 and that was one of my very favorite games on the Genesis um, and uh, I loved the blood and stuff so that would have been uh, mm-hmm. yeah, disappointing not to have that on the Game Gear yeah it was uh, it was weird I also only had man I can't even remember how many like original characters there were on oh, like yeah. the, the original Mortal Kombat but I was missing one character and that was Kano oh, um, yeah. who was a cyborg so I was stuck with like Mostly human characters, yeah. <laughs> and then of course Sub Zero and Scorpion, and then like the one cyborg guy like yeah. was not not available, and he did wah, that wah. cool like cannonball thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember playing it like the uh, Genesis version at a friend's house, and Kano was on there, and I was just like, guys, I gotta see what this Kano character can do. Like I gotta know more. And like he was like one of the main characters in the um, or one of the main antagonists in the Mortal Kombat movie when it came out. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I was just like, I had FOMO. I was just like, fear of missing out. Yeah. I, like, I, I didn't understand who Kano was. But um, I think his like character information was in the booklet that came with the game. Oh, that's funny. You just couldn't play him, <laughs> which is like a, a, a cock tease for sure, yeah. you know? But uh, but yeah, yeah. A Kano tease. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, I was researching some of the, the stuff with those games uh, online, and I, I didn't realize they had so many different versions of those games where they like changed like names and i guess that was some some of the street fighter stuff too but like both of those series street fighter and mortal kombat would like change names or like have different characters and different versions of the games around the world and all this stuff it's (laughs) i I had no clue about that uh growing Mm -hmm. up like uh without the internet i don't know what we did how are you supposed to get any knowledge at all but you just got what they gave you you know 
Well, I'm, I'm glad you say that because one of those things was what you mentioned a few minutes ago, which was uh, Nintendo Power. That yeah. was a huge thing. Um, I remember back in the day, I would go to one of my friend's house and he had a Nintendo Power subscription and we would just fucking pour over those pages <laughs> even for games we didn't even have yeah. but it had like the um the the zoom outs of like what an entire level looked like oh, like all cool. pieced together yeah. you know and it was just so insane uh-huh. like it's, it's, it's like behind the scenes type of shit you don't get to see normally yeah. like all the screens like added together and like if you're playing um like metroid mm. back on nes uh, if you were playing metroid you would like jump up on certain levels and you'd you know kind of jump up and you'd see like one screen at a time um to have like the whole like level laid out to you it's like oh so you could jump from here to here and here and like it was just uh it was mind-blowing back in the day yeah, like if awesome. people saw it now they'd just be like yeah whatever idiot like who cares <laughs> <laughs> we really are like um tainted by all the stuff that we can just easily view mm-hmm. now yeah it's like there really was yeah. like a, a little bit of magic to the world that has uh, mm-hmm. gone away a little bit at least where it's like yeah. you just had to find whatever info you could and it seemed amazing well speaking of magic i think um i would be remiss if i didn't just jump forward to the N64 and really where I fell hard, hard into a few different games. Um, As we mentioned on uh, a previous episode, I don't remember why, uh, but I, oh, it was Jaws because I was talking about the underwater stuff. I had, uh, (laughs) my my first game for N64 was Turok, Uh uh, which was a a game where you're a, uh, essentially a dinosaur hunter, but you also kill humans in it. Um, so that was my first game. I was really like into it, got to the underwater level and like had to like really dig deep into, uh, my, my black, black soul to, uh, to make it through the underground water caves. Um, but I did it and I was able to beat that game eventually. Was it through using cheat codes? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I'm not a good gamer. Okay. (laughs) I am trying to cheat my way through these, these $60 cartridges, you know? And it seems like games have always been $60. Yeah. I didn't know seems, that. <laughs> like, they've not budged in price, which is probably a good thing for modern gamers, yeah. but they, it was just... They always seem expensive, and mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until I've seen some like uh, people post ads from our childhood of like the, the Genesis and like Best Buy or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, the games were always $60. That's crazy. I can't believe it's like <laughs> just been that same market this entire time. Well, look, sometimes you get... Zelda, sometimes you get Balloon Fighter, yep. you know? Either way, $60. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like a bargain bin type of gamer in the last like 10 years mm-hmm. for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And even then, probably a little bit before that. But uh, I was like, I'm okay with like waiting until like a sequel of a game has come out. So the first one is like $8 something, you know, anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, $8, this game better be worth it. You know, like <laughs> it's like, changed my whole mindset. Yeah. Like, you know... My, uh, sometimes I would buy games based on what cheat codes were available just to see like, oh, what can I possibly do with this game, you know? <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, jumping back to the N64 yeah. stuff. Um, so obviously Mario 64 was a, a big one. That was uh-huh. like, that was huge just to be able to run around in 3D. And the levels were like so fun. Yeah. They were challenging too, but they were just like a ton of fun. There was like um, a, a save game. feature on it uh, to where you could like jump back to where you were you know um and it was just a, a really good platformer but my absolute favorite and probably to this day like when i think of like favorite possible video games the one that i was most obsessed with was the legend of zelda ocarina of oh, time okay 
I just re- spent so many hours yeah. playing that game and just like this was ar- around the time of the internet, but it was really before I would use the internet as a tool mm. for like, how do I do this? You know, I would still, it was one of those games that came out just the right time to where my other friends had it. And we would all like come to school the next day and be like, fuck, I got to this spot. Yeah. How do I get around this? Like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Awesome. So here's what I did. So it's one of those things. Um, and eventually I was able to, to beat it. Um, I think I borrowed the, like, um, the gamer guide uh-huh. from a friend's brother. And cause it was at the point where like my other friends had beat it and it was like, fuck, I'm missing out. <laughs> I, you know, I gotta, I gotta get to the end of this motherfucker. And I remember like the exact moment. It was like on a Friday night in like October or something like that, where I finally beat the game. And I was just like, never has a sense of victory <laughs> washed over me like that moment. And I remember it to this day. That's fantastic. And uh, it, it was just stellar, stellar. Did you have an N64? Yes. I remember that system a whole lot as well. Um, obviously, Mario 64 was a, a big one for uh, for everybody around the world. Um, I uh, to, to me, to this day, the, my favorite N64 game is Mario Kart. Oh, that yeah. That was the Mario Kart I first remember playing. And... Uh, I played a lot with my brother Danny, and he is fucking good at it, and I am pretty good at it. And uh, I feel like I'm good at it until I play Danny, basically. And then Danny wipes the floor with me every single fucking time. Um, but we used to battle. There's like the battle things on there, and there's one in particular we would play all the time. But that still to this day, I will play that game every day for the rest of my life if I had the opportunity like to play one game. That's the game I would choose. Um, I, I, I think in that same episode, you talked about Turok. I, I never played it. I wanted to. And uh, you had had this thing out on, uh, I think, our Instagram about asking about people's uh, video games they played growing up. And uh, our, our good friend Chris Bell had mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Wave Race 64, I think it's what it's called. Sounds right, um, yeah. That I had always wanted really badly. I remember, like, a few games when they first released that, and that was one they advertised really heavily. And I always wanted that really badly because I like racing games and stuff a lot. Um, but, yeah, I never really – I played it once or twice, but I never had that one. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the 64 was a was a great console. I still like that one to this day for sure. Yeah, it was uh it was so like groundbreaking yes. at the time yeah. to just be able to play as like polygons <laughs> instead of like flat flat characters or whatever yeah. you know, at that time. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. Um but yeah, so so jumping over to the uh to the gram real quick um mm. cuz I I'd, I'd uh, put that post out there like what what uh games had our listeners played and um yeah uh, kristen mentioned on n64 he, he did a wave race golden eye oh, uh, a, a massive game yeah. that was like one of the big games that really kicked off the yeah. uh, first person shooter type of games um and then uh, 1080 snowboard which i also oh, remember yeah. <laughs> uh, which was like a, a really cool game like uh-huh. I, I imagine they still make games like that but i just don't ever hear about them you know, I really love snowboarding games. Uh, I think I mentioned on the pod, uh, podcast before um, SSX Tricky. I like a whole mm-hmm. lot, and I like that one more. Uh, I like the SSX um, series better than the 1080 uh, one. But that game was like huge when it came out. I remember that it was hard too. Like uh, SSX yeah. was a lot easier to maneuver people to do crazy stuff, but 1080 yeah, was like right. a hard. It was people compared it. It was basically like actually snow, snowboarding. It was crazy. It was the most realistic version. Yes. Yeah. Everybody said that. So, yeah. Absolutely. Crazy shit. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> uh, 
Um, so for Chris, um, just going back to yeah. the uh, the beginning here, he says on NES he played Mario, which we've we've mentioned, mm-hmm. um, and then Mega Man, Mega Man, oh, which is a, okay. a crazy franchise. Like I remember playing uh, either Mega Man one or two, and like it, it lets you select whatever level you want, you know, oh, after you yeah. beat that first level, mm-hmm. you know. But there's a specific order because you like whatever main boss you defeat, you get part of their weaponry mm. and there's a specific order that's best to do that okay to where you can um the next boss you you fight uh is vulnerable to the previous bosses like weapons or whatever but you get to like choose your a, own oh, path yeah like you, that's yeah. i didn't know that i didn't really play a lot mm-hmm. of Mega man that's yeah awesome. so like through playing it you could go through and like figure out, oh, okay so i need to defeat this villain next mm-hmm. because his weapon will defeat scissor man or whatever oh, which there's is some just scissoring like, in it okay there's a, a lot of scissoring going on yeah game yeah mm-hmm. yeah make mega man scissoring yeah <laughs> <laughs> photoshop skills need to come to, to the front hell for that yeah one for sure hell yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> i don't know where we'd be able to post that legally <laughs> um chris also said that on super nintendo he mm-hmm. loves star fox which holy mm-hmm. shit that game was badass i remember playing that at a friend's house do, do the barrel roll <laughs> See, I remember Star Fox 64, uh, again, at that same Nintendo friend's house of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had that one. I loved that one a lot. But um, yeah. I didn't really remember that before that system, 64. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Chris also says Mario World, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. I remember being able to, like, get that flute and mm-hmm. uh, you, could, like, bypass, like, a whole level or, or whatever, a whole yeah. map, which was insane. And then uh, also Zelda. Um, and as much as I, uh-huh. I love... Uh, and had played Zelda on the regular NES and then again on N64. I, I don't think I ever really played it on Super Nintendo, but I I'm, mm. I can visualize in my head what the map looks like. And, uh, you know, you've got those extra colors in there. Holy mm-hmm. shit, oh, you yeah. know? Um, but, uh, yeah, any Zelda game is, is a good game to me. It's like, yeah, fun. I'm, I'm sure there's, like, I'm not real deep in it, but mm. I, uh, I'm sure there's probably some that are better than others. But just to me, like, the whole world yes. that's involved and, like, the, the ability to explore um, ranks way up there on me on my uh, favorite video game franchises, I think. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm with you on that one. Um, mm-hmm. Zelda's, like, one I never really... I, I'm not super into, like, completing games. I'm just in it for, like, the gameplay itself, generally. Uh-huh. Um, partly because I'm not very good at games. So uh, it's not my goal, and I feel better about myself. But uh, Zelda is no exception. <laughs> My brothers played yeah. that one a lot. Um, and then uh, I remember playing it, but I never, I don't remember finishing a single Zelda game, honestly. And, yeah. uh, but those the earlier ones are the ones I remember the most, like the, the regular Nintendo and stuff. So, yeah. So listener Sarah Brindley had left a comment on our post here. She said that she mostly, mostly, mostly <laughs> grew up playing Kirby and Tetris on Game Boy. Um, but she said they didn't have like an actual gaming system. And she also mentioned that she loves Kink's Quest. Uh, Kink's Quest, which I'm not familiar with. Kink? Uh, do you have any? Kink? Like your... Kink? Kink's Quest. Kink's Quest. So you're going uh-huh. through your kinks. That's an interesting game for a child. Yeah. Kink's uh, Quest, Duck wait. Cunt. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about this King's Quest. I don't remember hearing about that yeah. before. Yeah. Um, Kirby, uh, my cousin had a, a Kirby Game Boy game, and uh-huh. I loved playing that. Um, it was pretty awesome. I had that game. Oh, yeah, you're a little, like, pink bubble going around just eating shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty fun Life game. Goals. I liked that one. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, yeah. 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 Um, what about Tetris? I know Tetris mm-hmm. is a, a, a big game that people like to play. I never really got into it. Like, I did play oh, it. Oh, really? Um but 
it's only because like we rented it we heard it was like a, mm-hmm. a good game i could never really get into tetris it's too uh too not fun for me <laughs> <laughs> i love tetris do you I okay still to this day um yeah. i had a uh an ios port like version of that that someone made just called tris that was free for a while until tetris made their own um like this is like years ago or whatever but i play that constantly uh i always, i've always played tetris i like the uh order of it i like uh mm-hmm. how you like build things together and then it clears away and stuff um so yeah i've always really dug that game it's just like a fun like mindless just keep doing or whatever but mm-hmm. i can see that like you wouldn't really be that that into tetris that makes sense yeah i mean it's yeah. it's just okay it's no I'm turn rock d- yeah, I'm a dumb person. You know, I don't yeah. have time for that. <laughs> Where um, are the dinosaurs or the Ninja Turtles? Exactly. I don't have time for this. There's yeah. criteria. I got to have in a game. Yeah. It meant none of it. Um, jumping back down to to Chris, because I scrolled past mm. it the first time, um, he had mentioned that his ultimate favorite games to play were Guitar Hero oh, at Steven yeah. and Amanda's house and Drunk Halo against the gang <laughs> with deep fried pizza rolls. And uh, I certainly remember those days. I don't think I hung out with you guys during... Uh, guitar hero days but yeah, uh, i, I really was i was that. there for some of the uh the halo days and uh, mm-hmm. those were good days um yeah. i would infuriate everyone because i would always have to have my <laughs> controller inverted um because and then uh, switch it back around to someone else mm-hmm. and then yeah it's uh, it's something it's something that uh, mm-hmm. i think maybe people from broken arrow you guys just uh, have your controllers set that way because like all of my other friends i've, I've talked to them about it. i'm oh, like am i weird and they're like no that's how we play so huh. i don't know yeah. Well, um, we don't like people outside of our kind. No, you don't. The, uh, the regular mm-hmm. non-inverted controller mm-hmm. people. Um, yeah, that, that really uh, throws me off whenever it's uh, inverted. Um, Where you, you push pressing... up to look down yes. and then down oh, to look God, up. I, yeah, that really messes me up. But it, I can understand, though, if the other way, if I had learned that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I skate uh, goofy-footed. I think we've uh, maybe talked about it as well. Oh, yeah, when um, you grind. Yeah, when you're out there grinding the grinding. rails. Yeah. Um, but it's just how I learned. Like I'm mm-hmm. right handed, so I'm right footed, but I, I can't, I cannot skate that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just how I learned. So the same thing, like I had imagined, like if I had learned mostly to play video games inverted, I'd be like, what the fuck is this other thing? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, I get that a little bit. Another good sign of somebody being goofy footed is whenever you get on a skateboard and you go, gorge. Yeah. Then you know it's, mm-hmm. they're goofy footed. Max. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's it we're canceling the podcast right now i'm going to watch a goofy movie it's gonna be amazing i'll only watch the sequel brent no (laughs) extremely goofy is not goofy not my goofy it's too much the x games are in there or some some knockoff not for me well speaking of x and extreme let's go to the extreme other side of the planet to Germany. Hey. Oh, Golden Talk. Um, so, World Tour underscore 2019, a.k.a. Andy Preller and his lovely wife, Bianca, had commented on our post. And I, I am honestly a little bit confused. I don't know if you saw these posts. I, I think yeah. maybe Bianca uh, yes. answered I this. I think it's for all of, yeah, all of those games. It's Bianca. Okay, She's okay. a big gamer, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if maybe it was retroactive. Um, but, uh, hey, guess what? We have two people. Uh, of the female persuasion that are responding to us online. Hey. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're making it here at LTS. <laughs> so um, she put, uh, for NES, she played Zelda 1 and 2 and then Mario, which is, you know, those are the, the staples. Those are the big ones. Uh, for Super Nintendo, uh, she has Zelda Mystic Quest Legend, Street Fighter 2, Secret of Evermore 
Lufia 2 and SimCity. SimCity, holy shit, oh, I yeah. totally forgot about that. Uh-huh. That was a huge computer game. Like before school back in the day, we would go hang out at the library and play SimCity before school started. Oh, nice. We were pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, I actually well, downloaded fair, a... You, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you grew up in a tiny town. You've never seen a city before before your what 24th is, birthday, right? What is city? Yes. <laughs> why Why building have four walls? Why more stop? What more than one stoplight in town? Why so many cars? What this? What this mean? Who are people? I know cows. (laughs) Daylight outside of cave? Why? Uh, but I, I downloaded a SimCity app on my iPad like a few years ago, and I uh-huh. got like super into it. Mm. And uh, I got so into it that like I actually spent real world money on it. Um, I think <laughs> yes. it was like maybe two or three dollars or whatever. But it got to the point where I did that on on that game, and then I had this other one where it was like a like I can't even remember what it was called. But you were like this little like fat ninja dude. And uh, you could like pay to train him up or whatever. And I spent, and it was just like maybe five bucks on that. But I get to, to the point where I realize like once I start spending real world money, I just like mm-hmm. stop playing the game for whatever reason. Just like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. so I can just like advance. Oh, I'm done. You know, just mentally checked out of whatever. <laughs> but that SimCity game was cool there for a little while. Yeah. yeah. There's always Sim a fire to be put out, you know? Yeah. Um, she continues that uh, she had the Sega Mega Drive and Streets of Rage on that mm-hmm. one. Sega Mega Drive, I think that was like an add-on to the regular Sega Genesis, right? So I thought that something like that too, that it was like a CD thing. But then when I was looking online, I thought oh, Mega wait. Drive just might be what it's called that's outside right. of the U.S. For that. That's I think right. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because they hate Phil Collins over there. They do. Yeah. He's European and they're like too too close, <laughs> too close for comfort. We won't, yeah. we won't call it that. It's uh, Genesis known as uh, Mega Drive outside of North America. This is on the Wikipedia because the rest of the world does not like Phil Collins. That is uh, that is on there. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. They really like took it personal that he just let that guy drown. But they, here, yeah. here in America, you know, we we just let people die all the time. Just Get our business. Yeah, it's our whole thing. Yep. Whole thing. Um, for PS1, she says Wild Arms, which I don't know what that is. I just assume it's like, you know, when uh, Kermit the Frog gets excited and his arms just start going loopy and wild. I just yeah. assume that's what the entire game is. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely does. And uh, they say uh, right now they're playing Near Automata and Zelda 3 Randomizer. Uh, I don't know what either of those are. I but know. Uh, I, I don't play video games currently, so I that know. would be why. <laughs> Zelda Three Randomizer sounded really intriguing, though. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what that uh, what that is. So, um, let's see. They also have. Oh, uh, oh what? Well, I, I, sorry, I looked it up, and uh, it says it is a new take on the classic game, uh, The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. Each playthrough shuffles the location of the uh, all important of all the important items in the game. Oh, wow. So, okay. Uh, it changes things up, but it's kind of like the original all over again. That's pretty fun. Oh, it's almost like a randomizer. Oh, oh I get okay. it now. Mm. <laughs> we is smart. We good. Stay in cave, though. Um, <laughs> so they continue Atari Pitfall um, or Atari. Wait, they would play Pitfall on Atari. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really leaning into the stupid thing today. Uh, Pitfall and Atari. Yeah, I remember that game. That uh, man, holy shit. That's uh, that's going way back. Um, and uh, Moon Patrol. Moon Patrol. I don't Ooh. recall on Atari. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, she she says here that uh, all those were Bianca. Andu wasn't a gamer kid, uh, which is surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says a lot of Game Boy stuff, including Mortal Kombat 
and uh, et cetera, et cetera there. So um, thanks to everyone who, who chimed in there. That's, uh, that's helpful for us and uh, helps us reminisce on, uh, on the past there. Yeah. Um, did you have other stuff you wanted to mention as far as no, I don't think so. stuff I think you played back in the Ran through enough of it, yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, let's talk about what we're, we're playing currently. Do you have any games that you play, whether it's a uh, console game, mobile game, anything like that? Yeah, so I don't have a console right now, but I do, have a, I do have a Bluetooth controller for my Apple TV, so I use that sometimes, but I haven't really been playing anything much on there either. Um, mm-hmm. Lately, the, the two games I've been playing are, uh, and I feel like I'd mentioned this before, uh, one of these games, but it's called Woody. Oh, and okay. uh, Woody is kind of similar to Tetris, um, but instead of um, instead of like them dropping from below from above and you have to like figure out where they're going to go and you like can like change them around, this is like uh, it gives you three objects that are the, I guess a, a similar size. They're not all the same shapes as uh, Tetris and stuff, but similar to that blocks and lines and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get to place them anywhere on the map that you want. And as you complete a line, it'll get rid of it. So it's a kind of a take on Tetris. Yeah. Um, but I like it for different reasons, so you probably now, hate it. Is there a, is there an option on Woody to where you can exclaim, there's a snake in my boots? There is not, um, but I haven't really gone through. This is the one I was talking about that uh, they do that weird subscription model mm-hmm. um, if you want to buy it where it's like, really expensive. And because of that, I haven't looked at the, the whole menu, so that might be there. You're right. That might be okay. there somewhere. And it's got to be in there. Aware. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It is, uh, I looked it up, it is $4.99 a month for this game for $40 a year. Wow. Um, and I'm like, Apple Plus's TV series, like streaming service is $4.99 a month. <laughs> Why do you think I'm going to play this one fucking game, right? Like, I, I'm all for, like, uh, supporting developers, but, yeah, that's not worth it, so. Uh, yeah. I play the free version, and what I do is I turn my Wi-Fi off so the ads can't load. Oh, that's a good idea. around it, Yeah. Uh, and the other game that I've been playing li- right now, um, there's a, an iOS game from years ago that I loved that um, I believe my brother-in-law, Josh, had introduced me to called Geodefense. And then there was Geodefense Storm. And um, it's essentially a tower, um, I think, what do they call it? Like a tower defense game, whatever, where uh, okay. there's something that all these creatures are trying to get to and you can place like laser guns and different guns and stuff around it. And you can upgrade them, and then um, they'll kind of defeat these little things. But what's fun about this game is they're all really simple graphics. It's like little triangles and squares. It's kind of a neon look to it. Mm-hmm. And yep. they, they'll come in like waves of like 20, and they're like hard, really hard to kill. And then they're slow, and you kill those. And then there's like triangles that are really fast, but there's like 40 of them. Stuff like that. So there's like different waves of different enemies. Um, and I've been really digging it. I, I used to love this game, Geodefense, but... Um, as the upgrades of the iPhone have progressed over time, iOS, they weren't able to port it over. And so someone out there, some awesome person, created a new game called Neo Defense. Oh, that is okay. essentially a reboot of that game for, <laughs> for modern iPhones. And I fucking love it all over again. So I've been getting, I got this game, I think it was 99 cents for Neo Defense. And uh, it's really hard. I'm not very good at it, but I quite love it. And I still need to tell uh, my brother-in-law Josh about it because he probably doesn't know that it that there's a, like, a new version uh, out yeah. there as well. That game that we used to love so much. So that's what I've been playing lately. What about you? So I've got uh, a couple of mobile games on my phone that I play, and uh, I it's part of my like waking up routine every day. Mm, okay. Like I lay in bed and I give myself <laughs> give myself half an hour to wake up. Nice. Um, and then 
towards the end of the day or the end of the morning where I'm leaving my house, I'm like, shit, I should probably not do that. And I should probably just get up earlier. Do I ever <laughs> yeah. do it? No. Will I ever change my habits? No. Um, so I, I play two games right now. Um, and uh, I'm very on brand with this. So I play this game called Power Rangers All-Stars where um, it's a mobile RPG game where um, you find out about me. Uh, I like to level up things. That's that's my whole my whole ordeal yeah, is uh, okay. is uh, leveling up characters and then uh, doing that constantly and not really even playing the game, really. <laughs> um, just leveling up characters. And then once I do play the game, I want to be able to just like slash and burn directly through a level. Nice. And uh, with, with the greatest of ease. And then um, start leveling up again. Okay. Uh, that's one yeah, of my, my favorite things to do. So I've uh, you can pick all these like different Power Rangers from different seasons and series and everything, and mix and match them, and and um, uh, have your own team. Are all five members of my team the original <laughs> MMPR <Yeah>. team? Yes, <laughs> of course, of, of course. course. That's uh, what I grew up with. What kind of gameplay is this? So. You've got uh, five characters, and in this this game, um, you put them in a, a level. They go through. They battle enemies. You have like special moves you can you can trigger. What I like to do is because mm-hmm. I've leveled up my character so much, is I just put it on auto, let them tear through a level, uh, get to the end boss, and defeat it, and then move on to the next one. So you can upgrade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, so that's that's what I do. I waste my time upgrading these characters and making myself late for work uh, just for almost no reason no discernible reason so i have to ask there's a game that i like on mobile called jetpack joyride um, oh yeah yeah okay where you up you can upgrade his like uh flight pack he's like it's like a side scroller he's going through and he flies around mm-hmm. and stuff and you can upgrade his clothes like they've gotten to so many more things his vehicles there's like magnetized stuff so the coins just come to you mm-hmm. i wonder though how you said that uh when you could purchase it on that other one and that by the time you got to that you were just like i don't even want to play this anymore Whenever mm-hmm. I play games that you level up things, like I played Jetpipe Joyride so much that I became, he, he became, I, I bought him so much cool stuff that he had everything. And once I did, I literally just stopped playing it. <laughs> and then I only started playing it again once I had to start back over because I updated my phone. It didn't transfer over or whatever, all the stuff mm-hmm. I bought or, or like over time, something like that. And I had to start all over and I was like, hey, this is kind of fun again. So is that anything like you? Is it just the, the actual paying you know, real money for it that, that bothers you or changes it up. Yeah. I, I guess it's just like too easy at that point. Like I don't have like a, an attainable goal yeah. that I can't reach, you know, there's something that's like, what I like about the, the RPG type games is like, Oh, the next thing is just outside of my reach. So mm-hmm. I'm going to spend the next 14 months leveling up my characters <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be ready. Then oh, I'll be ready man. to, to crush it and then move on to the next, next thing yeah. or whatever. But, um, yeah, so that's that's one thing I play, and then okay. the other thing I I do right after that is I play a a uh, mobile strategy game. Uh, again, I'm very on brand. Um, it's a uh, turn based role playing mobile game by Fox Next called Marvel Strike Force, which is essentially okay. the same thing. Like you can mix and match all these different <laughs> characters, build your team of five, and uh, I spend a lot of my time just leveling up characters and everything that's and uh, and whatnot. So. Um, yeah, I don't know why I, I gravitate toward that, but I, I just like the idea of leveling up characters and um, and just dominating, uh, just like spending so much time focusing on their quote unquote training and then uh-huh. being able to just tear through my enemies like so much of a wet tissue. 
Oh man, that is. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know this about you, honestly. This is no, one of those new things that I'm learning. Yeah, why would no. I? I'm not no. with you in the morning. Um, no. Not yet. Yet. Um, <laughs> Hit me up on Grinder, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I have nowhere to go with that. I realize as I'm talking now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I had somewhere to go with that, Brent, but I'm yep. failing spectacularly. Well, so we too are to failing you. spectacularly because we don't play video games, but we've dedicated a whole show, nearly two hours, only at this point, and there's more to yeah, go. We're, we're bad about that. <laughs> yeah. Was this another episode where you thought we wouldn't have enough talk to, uh, to talk about? And no, I, yeah. I figured we'd have like a pretty good amount, and we could just cap this out at two hours. Um, you thought. And then we still have a whole special segment to go. <laughs> well, do you want to go ahead and just jump into that so we don't let's, waste any more time? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, the time has come, again, dear listener, for us to get into the ring with a couple of pop culture contenders and uh, let them battle it out to find out who is the true champion. This is a segment that we like to call Pop Culture Combat. Pop Culture Combat! Hell yeah, it just feels so good. Yeah. Feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> We're back at it. So we are here, round eight, coming to you live from outside the pop culture combat ring. I'm Brent Hiverd. Hiverd? Hibbard. Uh, with me today, Stephen Fisher. Uh, Stephen the Fight Man Fisher. There we oh, go. wow. Okay. I like that yeah. one. Yeah. I like that too. Uh, man, I feel like I should have a thing. Hmm. Brent the Weakling Hibbard. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been talking to my dad? <laughs> Look, we're, we're here to suss out, upon request of a listener and former guest host, Daniel Sanchez. We're, we're going to figure out which fighting game franchise is the superior franchise yeah. between our, our contenders, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Now, it should be noted... As stated at the top of the show, possibly in the outtakes, I don't remember. It's yep. been eons since then. Let the name of the show, or the, the segment, Pop Culture Combat, not weigh in at all on the fate of these go. contenders. It's just uh, it's just the name of the segment, okay? So let's just put it out there. Go ahead and drop your lawsuits, because <laughs> it's not going to have any bearing as to how this goes. So on this... Uh, on this segment, we like to weigh in a few different bits of criteria, um, including the nostalgia of the game in question, uh, pop cultural impact of the contenders, fisticuffs, and of course, personal preference. Um, since Daniel Sanchez poked us and prodded us into doing the segment again, and he suggested these specific contenders, we're going to give him his special vote. So if nice. you want to suggest a pop culture combat contender or contenders, um, ooh, contenders sounds like a, uh, a really good, like, chicken dish, right? Yeah. Mm, contenders. <laughs> Get on it, Colonel. Um, then uh, we're, we're going to let Daniel weigh in, and uh, we'll give him a, a special vote. So, uh, wait, did I already say that part? Look, if you want to send in yeah. contenders, you know, you get a special vote. You, you understand how it goes. This is going great so far. If you want to send us chicken tenders, you get a better vote. Look, you just decide who wins. We're not even going to argue <laughs> yeah, at that point. Be chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also we will have the audience weigh in. Um, we've uh, put a poll out on Twitter and then again on Instagram. 
we're going to tally up all the votes at the end and decide who is, in fact, the winner of this round of Pop Culture Combat. And um, so let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, kick this bad boy off. What do you say? I'm very excited for it. It's been way too long since we've done one of these Pop Culture Combats. Yeah. So let's see if Stephen remembers how it goes. <laughs> I think the last time we did this was, I think it was last October for Jason versus Freddy. No fucking way. Is that real? Yeah, that's when we had uh, our pals over at Terror Table yeah. and uh, rolled a play and Erie International helped us out with it. So we, we almost went a full year. I didn't realize it had been that long. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I thought we were just slacking off for uh, a good six months, but uh, nope. Nope. Much we longer than that. Way worse. Yeah. Yep. Well, they're, like you said uh, before the podcast, they uh, take a lot to prepare for and to talk about and to edit. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it's a good segment. I love them. Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to do them more, but maybe <laughs> we did a whole bunch in a row or like nearby each other and then stopped <laughs> yeah. for a long time. Maybe we find like a good medium in the middle there. Well, yeah, and we got caught up in like doing the the MCU rewatch. That's true. Um, that, that took up a good chunk of time, and yeah. then you know other excuses <laughs> for why we, <laughs> we didn't do this. So um, before we get started on our, our votes and everything, um, I always like to run through some some factoids from the mm-hmm. uh, the challengers just so we can uh, refamiliarize ourselves with them and uh, maybe I don't know learn a little damn something. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, brother! Drop that knowledge. Let's, uh, let's start with Street Fighter. So, uh, debuting in arcades in 1987, Street Fighter was created by Takashi Nishiyama and Hishiro Matsumoto and uh, published by Capsom. Uh, Capsom. Fuck, it's the regular word that I fucked up on. Uh, Capcom. <laughs> no, you did really well. <laughs> <laughs> the original Street Fighter allowed the player to only control martial artist Ryu uh, with a second player able to play as his American rival, Ken. This was the uh, the OG Street Fighter, not Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was the, the game that was featured in the uh, recent It Chapter 2. Oh, nice. Um, so, however, in later games, uh, the roster would expand to over 70 playable characters. Uh, the most recent original game in the series, as of this recording, was Street Fighter V, released in February of 2016, with an updated version labeled as the Arcade Edition, released in January of 2018. In December 2018, Capcom introduced in-game advertising, which appeared on loading screens, in the stage, and on character costumes, which drew criticisms from journalists and fans. And, uh, yeah, that seems weird, right? I thought you were leading into that they were, like, using in-game advertising for the next game. I thought that's what you were hinting at. But it was like, no, they're just showing, like, ads and commercials Mm -hmm. in the game. Yeah. We are in the worst timeline. And look, I'm all about flashlight, okay? Like, <laughs> we, we, we can all get on board and say, yeah, we want flashlight advertising in, yeah. in our video games, in our video game yeah. content. But to put, like, a big flashlight ad on the back of Ryu's costume, we don't need that. A little much. Yeah. Yeah, and you definitely don't need to put it on the ladies. That's just, that's weird. That is weird. Uh, and it went on everybody's butts, mm-hmm. so... Look, it's just Blanc- too much. Like, Blanca? Okay, I yeah. get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like a weird mutant character. Like yeah. he's gotta he's gotta get his in, in any way he can. Um, he's so lonely. <laughs> let's jump over to Mortal Kombat. So Mortal Kombat was developed by Midway Games and released in October of nineteen ninety-two. The original idea by the creators Ed Boone and John Tobias was to make a video game starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, but that idea fell through and eventually became the fantasy-themed fighting game that fans know and love. Uh, the amount of violence, including the legendary fatalities, helped lead the founding 
wait, helped lead to the founding of the Entertainment <laughs> Software Rating Board, or ESRB, mm. which is an American regulatory organization that assigns age and content ratings to consumer video games. The most recent game in the franchise, as of this recording, was in April of 2019, so very recently. That was yeah. uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Um, yeah, I don't know why I make these so verbose, and I don't know why I don't go back and read over them before we record, <laughs> but uh, I don't. I don't do it. That sounds like a lot of work, Brent. But you know what? Like, I think the, the music that we're hearing now just like gets people in a trance. They're willing yeah. to go with it. You know, who cares? I'm just going to flub my way through the rest of this. Mm-hmm. I always like to add a little bit of bonus trivia on here, too. Anytime the characters... Um, interact with each other or maybe have uh, been in the same place or anything like that um just just some bonus information yeah. here um and because these are two fighting game franchises you're like they have to have had a crossover game right you're wrong don't ever assume that don't ever <laughs> assume um so there's no crossover game um and i've read online that the creators of each franchise have said that you know they would potentially be interested in in doing something like that but it'd be hard because you know the, the the games are so different they're both like fighting games generally but mm-hmm. capcom has some reservation about um you pulling uh chun lee's head off of her body and exposing yeah. her her spine and then it's not really a mortal Kombat game if you take the fatalities away so mm-hmm. you know what's the what's the middle ground there so i i get that um but i will mention um and this is going to be a, a touchstone for a lot of pop culture combats i i have a feeling because that's what it was for uh, Freddy and Jason as well. Um, in the 2018 film Ready Player One, characters from both franchises appear as avatars in the Oasis. So yeah, um, even though they're, they weren't really on screen together, they were both in the same film at different points in, uh, in the game. Um, another bit of uh, bonus trivia. Ironically, Jean-Claude Van Damme, whom Boone and Tobias courted for their game that would have been made instead of Mortal Kombat, would eventually go on to play Guile, the 1994 Street Fighter live-action film, and had his likeness used in the 1995 Street Fighter the movie arcade game. (laughs) What a twist. Yeah, right? So, (laughs) it it was there. I never even heard of that game, but it looked terrible. I know, yeah. It looked bad. I don't remember hearing about that one either. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I was going to say that... um, Man, this episode has been so fun, Brent, and I just keep forgetting where I was going with things. Well, it's so good, you know. It's hard to keep, keep up oh, with. Oh, I was going to say, I read that same quote about uh, doing the crossover of the two games, and I think that's wrong. For one, I think fans would love that. Like, I, I read it as a quote from the uh, one of the creators or whatever executives now over Street Fighter currently, and he was saying that, like, yeah, you can't rip her spine out of her body and stuff. It wouldn't be like a Street Fighter game. Uh, but I think that's fine. I think fans would be like, yeah, that's exactly what I want out of a Street Fighter Mortal Kombat game. And my idea for this is you you approach it like those. I think it's like a, like Civil War was one of the um, like probably the disc as well. But on like iTunes, if you go watch Civil War, you can like choose your side, you know. Mm-hmm. So like if if they made the ma- the mashup of those two games with those characters, but maybe you you choose Street Fighter style or Mortal Kombat style. And yeah. then they, they bring in their their specific things, you know? That'd be kind of fun. But I, I think eventually fans are going to want that that crossover for sure. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say you have a Street Fighter style, Mortal Kombat style, and then a third option, of course, Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Okay. 
So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That changes up a lot of it because I, I think if you bring in like uh, Shang Tsung, mm-hmm. you know, doing some of that, that might scare some of the contestants away, you know, enough that he wins. So that's like a, that's a really throw a kink in the whole thing. No matter who wins, Psy also wins. <laughs> you know, Gangnam Style guy. Yeah. You remember Psy? Real popular guy. Real popular guy. <laughs> Um, so before we, we jump into the uh, the bits of criteria, do you have favorite characters from each of the franchises? Ooh, you know? That's a tough one. I was trying to go through before this podcast. I was looking up some of the cast, I guess, cast, whatever, the, the, the characters you could uh, play and stuff. And um, uh, I'd say for Street Fighter, uh, uh, Vega, I think is his name. Okay, yeah. Because uh, he's like Wolverine. Essentially, yeah. Uh, this is where it gets into, like we were talking about earlier, it gets to tricky ter- territory, you know, because in uh, <laughs> in Japan uh, they had a, they have a, a boss from Street Fighter Two, I guess, that looked like Mike Tyson, and in order to not sound like Mike Tyson or look like him, whatever, they would like change the names around in different yeah. territories around the world, and so like uh, Vega is like the name of a different person. In that mm-hmm. version, uh, he's like the main villain, whatever. So it's all fucked up. But I mean, the guy with the basically, he looked like um, this is why I liked him so much. He looked like uh, Casey Jones, mask. Okay. Yeah. Right with Wolverine claws. Yeah. And he would like jump around everywhere. Like I think he could, like climb on. Like stuff House or, of Pain. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. And that's how you bring it all together to make it an awesome <laughs> character. Um, so yeah, for, for Street Fighter, he was my favorite. Um, I also learned that he wasn't always a playable character, so I'm not sure which arcade version I, I played, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, Mortal Kombat, I uh, always loved Sub-Zero early on. Okay, yeah. And then um, I got really into uh, some of the other characters later on in Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, I liked the, the cyborgs a lot, so I liked, um, like, uh, it's like Ermac and S- Cyrus, or S- I can't remember his name right now, but... Uh, and then uh, Noob Cybot, I liked a lot, who I found out is uh, his name is made from Boone and Tobias, the two original creators, just backwards. So, oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Boone and Noob. Um, yeah, so I liked those a lot. What about you? So for Street Fighter, I was always a big fan of uh, Blanca, just because he, mm. he just looked so different. He yeah. has electro zapping powers or whatever. Um, and then uh, Cammy, I'm a big mm. fan of, of Cammy. Um, do I get wrapped up and spend several hours every month looking at Cami cosplay? Okay, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Are you looking you at it right now on your Should, iPad? And maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, you want to level her up. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I like her. She's like a, um, like a, uh, when I had, I don't know, I, I had some Street Fighter game. Um, I think maybe it was like one of the Marvel versus Capcom games. She was one mm-hmm. of the playable characters and she was like a, real like quick and uh, agile character like uh, Spider-Man so I always gravitated okay. to, to her on if I was playing the Capcom side of the things her uh, but, her costume does not look fight worthy mm, I don't know agree to it, disagree uh, <laughs> it makes me think of um, uh, Olivia Munn on uh, like a behind the scenes or interview whatever about whenever she played Psylocke Oh, yeah. Uh, and she, her costume was pretty much like that, too. It's like it's yeah. like a one-piece, like, skinny bikini bottom, like or, like, you know, bikini or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and she joked about uh, on, on set she was trying to kick, and it popped open. Oh, um, shit. In front of, like, uh, Fassbender and uh, James McAvoy. 
and they were both really gracious about it. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure. But I imagine uh, this costume looks like if you kicked, it would just it would slip to the side or it would open up. There's <laughs> yeah. stuff going on there. There's all reason Ooh, for that. Ooh, a little bit of lip slip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the men's costumes aren't like that. Mm-mm, no. Uh, yeah, you're not going to get any uh, lip slippage from nope. uh, from uh, Ken. Though you might get it from Zangief. You might. Zangief, mm-hmm. your ball is hanging out. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Um, and then uh, on the Street Fighter side of it, I always liked uh, I always liked the the ninja characters. So like uh, Sub Zero, oh, like you said, Scorpion. Mortal Kombat uh, side of it. Mortal Kombat, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, it, it won't happen again. Um, yeah. And uh, I like them. Uh, I, I I liked Kano, even though I couldn't play him on my Game mm. Gear. Um, I just thought he he looked cool. Um, and then like the the human characters were like kind of boring to me. Um, like uh, oh boy. Uh, like Johnny Cage and uh, uh, Liu Kang yeah. and Sonya. Um, they were just like, oh, they're just, okay, humans. Yeah. All right. Boring. Cool. Yeah. I liked Liu Kang mostly because of his bicycle kick. I think it was oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Right. Um, and I, I, see, I liked yeah. him in the movie. I liked that he was the yes. lead protagon- uh, protagonist in the movies, but uh, for the, the games, game. I just yeah. did Yeah. Um, and then uh, but, Johnny Cage, I'm with you. I never cared for Johnny Cage. He just seems like yeah. a douche. Yeah. Even yeah. in the game. Yeah. Which they also said that they based his character off of uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, so... Yep. <laughs> they got him eventually, one way or the other, one way or the other. All right, well, let's uh, let's jump over into our, uh, our voting criteria here. Let's so let's uh, let's start at the, the top of the list. So, nostalgia. Nostalgia. So, do you want to start off with this one? Sure. Um, so, I would say uh, nostalgia, this is what I was saying, I'll, I'll kind of get into a little bit later, that I didn't remember playing Street Fighter at home, really, ever. I don't remember a system that I ever had that on or even, like, friends had that on. It was, like, strictly an arcade game to me. And um, Mortal Kombat also was a, an arcade game that I played and I liked, but I remember mostly it from my my house, like, my childhood, my Genesis and stuff. So uh, my Phil Collins. Um, yeah. That uh, <laughs> Street Fighter, though, like, I have a specific memory of this, um, this skating rink that I went to in my elementary school years uh, in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, that had a little arcade section and I think at different points they might have had both of the Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter games there but I remember you, Street Fighter there so Mortal much. Kombat there? I school? think eventually yeah. Holy no it was shit. like a, a skating rink yeah. Oh okay um, Okay, I thought you were saying that's cool. Okay. No yeah no like a, a separate thing whatever just like the school the school skating parties would be there right but okay. they had like a little cutout for an arcade and um, and I think Mortal Kombat was there eventually and then Street Fighter had been there you know for years or whatever too. But uh, I mostly remember it there, and I, I liked it a lot then, but I never really cared to, like, play it at home. And it's a different world now, you know, like... Uh, you had the flip-up glasses, sure. I did have the flip-up glasses. Oh. I was so fucking cool. God, what a cool fifth grader. Um, but I... So I remember, mostly remember it there. I, I'm not... I don't have as many memories of Street Fighter. Um, also, for nostalgia, I would say that, like, I was really big into Mortal Kombat... I loved my Sega Genesis. I got Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 on there. It was probably my favorite game. I played it all the time. Um, but also, extending that, we have to talk about not just the video games, but the whole you know, the whole thing with this is their movies and stuff like that. So I loved the Mortal Kombat first movie. I've never seen Street Fighter, at least in full, uh, ever. I've never cared to watch that movie. I'm not really a big Jean-Claude Van Damme fan. Wow, that was fun. Um, mm-hmm out of the, all of those together um, and so like it didn't really like do much for me I was not really into like there's not as many memories for Street Fighter are, as there are for Mortal Kombat in my mind 
And uh, the last part of nostalgia that I have to mention about myself is um, the music that's probably playing again right now, this, this mm-hmm. soundtrack from the original movie that has the Mortal Kombat screaming and stuff. Like, that entire techno soundtrack from the 90s, I was super into. I played that a lot. And I used to love martial arts, so I would put that on and be like, yeah, and I'd, I'd practice, you know, mm-hmm. in my living room uh, to that soundtrack constantly. So to me, it's a no-brainer for my thing, nostalgia, all the way in Mortal Kombat, because it hits the video game, movie, and soundtrack fronts, so. Okay, all right. And on the, the soundtrack you were talking about, you're talking about the movie specifically, not the video game yes. soundtrack, right? Yes, okay. the movie specifically. Okay, all right, interesting, okay. So for me, nostalgia, um, I'll, I'll start it off like this. I remember exactly where I was the first time that I saw the Street Fighter II arcade game. Um, it was at a uh, like a, a, a car repair shop that my dad had uh, taken me to, and he was in there talking to the owner or whatever, and uh, they had video games or arcade games uh, in the lobby. I saw Street Fighter II. I didn't get to play it, but I did watch the... Uh, the what do you call them? Like the, the screens that play just uh-huh. while it's sitting there that say insert coin. And I was just blown away by it. I, I was like, holy shit, we've done it. Until we have two controllable animals on screen. This is the, the peak of video game age right here. Um, years later, I would spend, uh, spend hours playing Street Fighter 2 Turbo at a friend's house. And um, that was, uh, I believe that was the first time you could play as the four bosses. So okay. in Bison, uh, uh, Sagat, uh, Vega, and then um, what, was the, what was the other one? Uh, Balrog, I think. Yes. Yeah. Think so, so um, yeah, we we do that a lot. Um, that said, I own the original Mortal Kombat on Game Gear, like I mentioned earlier, uh, when it was first released, and uh, I was pretty obsessed with it, despite there not being any blood. Uh-huh. Um, you can still do fatalities, but it just didn't have the uh, the blood spraying all over the place. Um, and I recall. <laughs> Good Lord. I recall sinking quarters into the arcade uh, cabinets for both franchises and going to see all the movies in theaters um, when they came out. And uh, I believe I was with friends when I saw most of those. Um, so it was a, a good nostalgic time for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I read comics from both uh, both okay. properties. Um, so they're, they're fairly evenly matched so far. Uh-huh. However. Oh, yeah. The Mortal Kombat soundtracks were an incredible... <laughs> Yes. Part of my life back in the day, <laughs> so they do get a slight edge. Um, Stephen, I'm so excited to hear you like the soundtrack as well because oh I had four different versions of the soundtrack. I believe. Oh wow! So I had uh, no wait three. Sorry, only three versions of the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Uh-huh. So I had the the first movie, the second movie, and then there was a soundtrack for Mortal Kombat that came out in between called More Combat and. Um, I guess I had sold those CDs off back in the day because they're not part of my iTunes collection. I, I can't find them anywhere. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I may have to like track them down online or go to like a, a used like CD shop just so I can have those songs again because some of them are like, like everything is way, way dated. But uh-huh. you know, sure, I right. just have so much nostalgia for that like weird techno um, like madness. It was just like, it has to be totally undesirable to listen to unless you grew up with with it, you know. And that's fine. Um, yeah. I yeah, that's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that um, yep. because I I wore out that uh, that first Mortal Kombat soundtrack, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't remember a whole lot about the second movie. I remember it not being very good, 
and I don't remember the soundtrack for it, but uh, man, just you and I, <laughs> a couple star-crossed kids, <laughs> just fucking pumping out all this awesome, uh, all this awesomeness to the those awesome soundtracks. Uh, yeah. in our youth didn't even know it. Um, Hell yeah, uh, it's very exciting stuff. I would. Uh, I eventually got like a um, a CD player, um, kind of like, like a. I don't even know what it's called now. It's been such a long time, but like, it's almost like a Walkman, but like, you got a CD player. <laughs> a Discman. A Discman. There we yeah. go. Fuck. It's right there in the title. <laughs> um, and I would, I would ride my bike to the Mortal Kombat soundtrack, and I had like five second skip protection. <laughs> and uh, I was like, this is the pinnacle. And I would get on my bike and I would ride what I felt like. 4,000 miles an hour listening oh, to the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. That's badass. Oh, my God. Such such a good time. Such a good well, time. Yeah, that's. Uh, we should listen to that sometime because I only really remember that, that main theme song now mm-hmm. uh, that we use on here and everything, but I'm, I'm sure if I heard the rest of the songs, I would flip shit for a little bit mm-hmm. and then be like, wow, these are bad or like dated more than anything. But So I remember each of those soundtracks had two different versions of the Mortal Kombat theme on there. So like the first movie had the original theme from the movie and then it had like a remix yeah and then so the, remix, the rest yeah. of them were remixes meaning that there were five officially published <laughs> remixes of the mortal Kombat theme so uh, of course that's, it's that's pretty awesome and they all had their little like differences like if you yeah. if you listen close enough you can hear it yeah okay this one's a little bit different a little <laughs> bit different um all right well let's uh, let's go to the uh, pop cultural impact mm-hmm all right, so um, let me let me run some uh, some info by you, okay? okay. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm always curious as to what franchise has what type of social media presence, um, and uh, sure. for for this I just kept it. I didn't I didn't even mess with Facebook. Uh, I'm not even trying to wade into those waters, but I did look up the followers for Twitter and Instagram since okay. that's what we're on, and that's the only ones that we. Officially acknowledge. Let's yeah. let's be honest. Um, so for Twitter, Mortal Kombat has four hundred ninety six thousand followers. Street Fighter, two hundred twenty nine point four thousand oh. followers. So okay. Mortal Kombat has the the edge there. On Instagram, Mortal Kombat, five hundred fifty five thousand followers. Street Fighter, fifty eight point four thousand. So there's a oh, massive wow. difference there. So I'm like, wow, this really kind of tells you where the wind's blowing on this one. Uh-huh. So then I looked up the net worth of each franchise. As of 2018, Mortal Kombat, $12 billion. Wow. $12 billion for that franchise, which is insane, right? Street Fighter, $22 billion. Holy so shit. when it comes down to uh, the dollars and cents, Street Fighter takes it. And I looked further into it, and it looks like the Mortal Kombat games are banned in Japan, Germany, and other countries due to gory violence. I don't know how Andy or uh, Bianca were playing this. I guess it was Bianca played Mortal Kombat, but I will be sending the authorities. You should not be playing this in Germany. How dare you? Was she play? I can't remember now what system she played it on. Was it the uh, non-bloody version that you played? Um, might have been. Maybe that's what it was. You might have gotten away with it. Bianca, oh wow! Might have. Mm. Tisk tisk. <laughs> Even that's, still, uh, interesting. Do you have any more stats? That's that's pretty much it on the uh, the pop cultural impact. So, okay. for me, yeah. and I'll, I'll go first here, sure. um, since it doesn't have the worldwide reach of uh, of Street Fighter, uh, Mortal Kombat doesn't. I'm uh, giving my my uh, point to Street Fighter. 
um, for that that very reason. Uh, what about you? So this one's tough for me because uh, I didn't know the actual stats like you just mentioned until you mentioned them, but I had read a little bit earlier before the podcast that um, Street Fighter... Who taught you how to read? (laughs) I learned it from you. I learned it from you! (laughs) Oh, you didn't Um, learn it from me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I was reading about it and it said, you know, I, I really didn't know which one came first. And they had talked about, like, Street Fighter, the first game, which I guess I don't remember at all because I never knew you couldn't just play everybody. Uh, yep. Street Fighter 2, which came out right before Mortal Kombat uh, came out, uh, like, 92, 93 era for both of them, I think. Um, I didn't realize that they had, like, changed a lot of the game with that one, and then Mortal Kombat was, like, kind of an answer to that. And then they went, like, a different way with some of the things. But um, to me, they've always existed in the same time frame and same everything. And I've yeah. always just thought that Mortal Kombat, like, easily, easily had more of an impact. Like, I hear about it more. Um, people seem to reference it more. I thought it was just a bigger thing. And then I read about some of those things without the numbers involved that, like, um, Mortal Kombat is, is third behind Street Fighter and Tekken, who, yeah. which was also a game I used to play a little bit of. Um, not a ton, though. Not enough to know characters, really, from Tekken. But um, I did like that as a game. I had it on some system. And uh, I can't believe that Mortal Kombat's like third in some some respects. So uh, that blows me away, and I can't deny that. But for me personally, from what I feel like I've heard in the world, Mortal Kombat seems to have like a uh, a better standing in pop culture than Street Fighter does. Um, like especially like this Mortal Kombat 11 game that just came out. I've heard amazing things about. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have told you when the last Street Fighter game came out, and it's been a few years now. We found out so. I don't know. It's hard. Um, even though you said not to do it, uh, it did inspire one of the greatest podcast segments of all time <laughs> on one of the greatest podcasts of all time. And it's hard to say that you couldn't give some pop cultural impact to that. We're not playing the Street Fighter theme song right now, folks. Nope. Uh, it wouldn't have made much sense if we were like pop culture fighter. People would be like, okay, what is that supposed to be? That doesn't yeah. mean nothing. The, the, the K for combat, which I usually don't agree with, putting Ks for Cs and things, this one works, and I like it. Yep. I like how they do things. Like, we use it for the PKK, the, the pop yep. culture combat. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it, even there, it's like a thing I don't like, but it changed my mind on replacing Ks with Cs. Sure. Or Cs with Ks. Um, so I'm, I'm giving this to, to Mortal Kombat. Fair enough, fair enough. And I was going to say, you know, for... For this particular scenario, um, you can go either way with it, honestly, because yeah. it, it seems like Mortal Kombat has the stronger presence online and with mm-hmm. gamers. It's true. Than um, than Street Fighter, um, you know, despite the the franchise net worth, Street Fighter started, you know, a few years before Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. about five years before, um, and it uh, it really didn't take off until its sequel. So yeah, I, I feel that's valid. Plus the the shorthand of you know having combat in there. Um, yeah. for this, you know, for the, the name of the segment or for, you know, any other type of thing, it does have the connotations of, oh, you know, brand recognizability, recognizability, <laughs> yeah. recognition, recognition, yeah. brand recognition. So, um, it's been a day. Yeah. So unless you had like, uh, a segment somewhere where you're going to pit, uh, two pieces of laundry against each other and you mm. called it sheet fighter. You know, there you go, right? Mortal Kombat's probably the way to go. <laughs> and on the next episode of LTS, She Fighter. 
<laughs> Where we both do laundry the entire episode. Hell yeah. Hell Excellent. yeah. All right. Oh, if you listen closely, you can hear my washing machine going off right now <laughs> at this very moment. So let's move over to, uh, to fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. Okay. So, this is the you know, when, one. We, when we did our, our Pepsi versus Coke, it was tricky because you're like, how do you make two sodas fight each other yeah we don't have any problems with this one okay this is this is what these franchises do yeah. they fight <laughs> so Let's see mortal Kombat reference just saying yeah yeah uh oh wait i, w- I went last time um you go you can go this time okay like. mm-hmm. this one's really tough for me for one we've already established that they have not done a crossover game so we haven't had the opportunity to to see this in action to try it out right i was looking up various gameplay things whatever online on youtube and i did find that there was some guy who's like an animator um who put on like a 20 minute video of street fighter versus mortal kombat characters fighting each other um <laughs> which i think he individually animated each of them to fight each other with their different styles and stuff it was pretty actually uh, kind of cool that he did it but 20 minutes is way too long um so i watched about five seconds of that um <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't really know. It, this one's hard for me. I, I told Brent before the show I wanted to try. I'd been putting this one off for a while for a Pop Culture Combat because I wanted to try to play these games again. It's been way too long. And so it's a little bit hard for me to to, to say this, who would actually win. I, I, I don't remember enough of the fighting styles or, you know, the various things that they, um, you know, special powers and stuff that they have. I don't remember all of them for each character, for, especially for each series. Um, so it's, it's tough. Um, I think if you just put them against each other, it would honestly, it would be a draw. The games are fairly similar enough that whoever, uh, say you played someone that's like really into street fighter and you're really into mortal Kombat and you know, your characters really well, and you're able to play them like you're normally playing them. You probably have a pretty good battle on your hands. You know, um, I don't think there's like an inherent thing of one franchise or one franchise's um, fighters like roster against the other one. The the best I can really say is that at the end of the day, uh, Street Fighter people don't even fight hard enough to draw blood, and uh, Mortal Kombatians, uh, Car- Combatians, um, Carpathians, yeah, Carpathians, Mortal yep. Car- Carpathians um, will rip your spine out of your body and. Um, there's just for that alone i think i have to give it to mortal Kombat. okay another one for uh for the mkers over there um all right so as you said there's not really any any way to gauge this out in the real world right there's not a, a crossover game uh, you've got some youtube videos out there for people pit the characters against each other but i feel like that's almost personal preference as well yeah so here's here's what i came up with i, I looked at the the different characters in each franchises right and the the type of characters that are available so in street fighter you've got primarily martial artists and, and fighters um you do have a a mutant in blanca and then you have um i think maybe one or two humans with some cybernetic upgrades here and there so primarily humans uh, maybe a, a, a few um, a few wild cards here and there, but mm-hmm. uh, but that's what we're working with. Whereas in Mortal Kombat, we're working with gods, demons, sorcerers, cyborgs, other dimensional beings, etc. Yep. Goro. Cat Goro. I don't know what that one's called, but, you know, <laughs> four-armed <laughs> characters. Um, so, honestly, like, if you pit the characters 
against each other, even though there are characters like uh, Akuma in Street Fighter who have like can be set on fire and have all these psycho powers and everything. At the end of the day, the Street Fighter characters are mainly human uh, going up against gods. So that's like yeah. that's like Batman fighting Thor. Like, mm. okay, you got some smoke pellets, but at the end of the day, <laughs> you get smashed with lightning hammers. Yeah. So uh, for that reason, I'm I'm going to uh, give my point to Mortal Kombat as well. I just feel okay. like their their character roster is more um, more of a threat to the yeah. Street Fighter characters than vice versa. You know, I wouldn't be opposed to... Uh, they've been talking about Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter movies, like rebooting them and stuff for a while, and I think some of the stuff I read online, they're already into uh, production on a Mortal Kombat movie. But anyway, I feel like if you wanted to do a crossover, you could invite some Street Fighter people into the Mortal Kombat. You know, like they have to yeah, like yeah. protect it or whatever. And they might hold their own, like like the other humans in there, like the, the Liu Kangs and uh, all that stuff. Um but, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I think you're right. The, the roster overall is mm-hmm. leans a little more heavy, heavily towards uh, combat. Yeah. All right. So here we are. Final segment of the, uh, the criteria we've established here. Yep. So personal preference. All right. So I'll start this one. Yeah. I don't have any notes written down for this one. So I'm just going to go off the top of my dome. Street Fighter. Mortal Kombat, two excellent fighting game franchises. Um, I'd be hard-pressed to say either one is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played any of them recently, but anytime I see gameplay or see a, uh, a news item about them, I'm, I'm liable to click on it, you know? I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what's out there, what these franchises from my youth have morphed into. And... Uh, it's, it's hard to compare them, harder than, than one would think. Because even though they're fighting game franchises, they're both very specific as to what they do and the audience they serve. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that like both of them and mm-hmm. want to see them come together in one game. But like I said before, you know, without the fatalities, it's not Mortal Kombat. With the fatalities, you're desecrating uh, Street Fighter characters that, that you may not want to. So... Um, I do think the the fatalities for Mortal Kombat are inherent to it. Um, I know there mm-hmm. are, uh, I think they're like, what are they called, like X moves or X-ray moves or something like that oh, that yeah. were introduced later to where, mm-hmm. like, once you do a certain move, you could see, like, knives getting stabbed into the eye sockets of somebody, and it shows, like, the X-ray of their skull or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's just fucking cool. Um, <laughs> just, like, the, yep. the violence, the all-around violence. Um, you know, the, the soundtracks of mm-hmm. the, the Mortal Kombat um, in general, are uh, are badass, um, but I gotta say, personal oh. preference, I gotta give it to Street Fighter. For wow! Me. I just enjoy the character designs. Okay. I like the the fluidity of the movement in in the Capcom series, and um, uh, I I like the uh, the comics that they produce. Um, even though they're not like high art or whatever, I think they're fun, and uh, the characters look like the the characters to me. Um, I think that the Mortal Kombat is a much darker series, mm-hmm. um, and it, it needs to be that way for the, the type of fighting and the, the, uh, the, the moves that are in there, uh, the fatalities and whatnot. Um, <laughs> even though there's, like, fun bits where you can turn into animals, I think, like, Scorpion can turn into a penguin or something like that. Oh, didn't know that. Um, there's there's babalities where you can 
turn your opponent into a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you'd then kill it. Uh, that seems overly harsh. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. say that. But um, e- even though it has Abortion. Those, those... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel so bad that I had to. The mom walks over. It's like, oh, what's Scorpion doing with that hanger? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Gotta turn this off. God. I apologize to anyone who has gone through that. It is not making light of the situation. Oh, but, man. You know, it's Gotta, so yeah. so dark, it's funny. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm giving my point to uh, to Street Fighter on that. I just uh, okay. like the character designs. I, uh, I remember watching the movies and uh, I like the animated ones as well um, back in the day. And uh, I feel like I could just easily get back into that world a, mm. a slightly easier than I could mm. a Mortal Kombat. I just okay. gravitate a little bit more toward lighter stuff than uh, than darker in my yeah. uh, my enough. preference yeah so that's interesting. the most fair yeah mm-hmm. the what yeah. i said the most fair the most fair yeah. uh that's interesting i uh i, I we, we really don't talk a whole lot about street fighter um we only really talk about mortal kombat i guess because of this this segment really right you know mostly but um uh, i didn't know that about you i didn't know uh, how much you liked street fighter and stuff so um, it does make me intrigued to to play these games with you at some point. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, at least the some later, you know, the the later ones. But uh, if we can, some of the earlier ones, like some ports of those, would be great emulators. Mm-hmm. Um, I think obviously you can tell from the rest of my votes on here and my nostalgia with this, and what I think the pop cultural impact is, and my love of the uh, the games, the movies, and the soundtracks. My answer is also Street Fighter. Okay. No, Perfect. no, don't do oh. it. <laughs> you already said it. It's official. It's going out. Yeah, obviously, I'm a, I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. I, I was never really that into Street Fighter. Okay. Uh, like you said, with the news and stuff, like, I still... I, I've read about a significant number, at least, of the Mortal Kombat games as they come out, even on systems I don't own. When mm-hmm. I haven't been into gaming at all, I'll still be like, oh, a Mortal Kombat game's coming out, and I want to know what people say about it. That's why I'm yeah. excited to play Eleven, is because the buzz that I've heard has been so good. Um, that I really want to play it, and there was some some version. I don't know. I, I owned a, an Xbox 360 for a while, and I owned a PS3 for a while. And on one of those, I, I had like a, a Mortal Kombat game that was like good. It was updated, but I didn't love it as much as the old days and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but I'm I was still like I gotta try it. Like any game that I have the opportunity to try with Mortal Kombat, I'm gonna try. And Street Fighter, I'd be like, yeah, I'd play it, but I'm not gonna be as excited about it. It was never really as much of a part of my life. So for me. Uh, personal preference, Mortal Kombat all the way. Perfect. All right. So you're consistent. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's check in on uh, on Daniel Sanchez. He sent in a, uh, a recording to let us know what he thinks. Awesome. I haven't heard this. You haven't heard this. So this will be entirely new to each of us. Super. So let's uh, let's check out what Daniel has to say. Hey, Stephen and Brent. Uh, just wanted to send this recording in for. Pop culture combat! <laughs> Thanks for taking my suggestion for Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. I really look forward to hearing the discussion you guys cover for both Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Besides multiple games each franchise had, they had cartoons, they had light action movies, they had comics, they had toys. It was a great time to be a kid and have both these franchises to choose from. It was such a hard choice, um, so I made a list of breaking down the things I like from each franchise, you know, from my favorite characters, some of the favorite things I like about each franchise. You know, I really love the first live-action Mortal Kombat movie. You know, the live-action Street Fighter movie was a pretty uh, bad movie, 
so uh, that took some points away. So, you know, after crunching the numbers, adding a quarter circle punch, doing a whoopsies, <laughs> adding fatality, you know, do a Hadouken, uh, Ayuken. But in the end, uh, I had to pick Street Fighter. Um, it won by a few things, especially uh, due to the Street Fighter G.I. Joe toys. Those were always fun to play with. And uh, the Street Fighter 2 animated series, animated movie. Yeah. Now, I really watched that movie over and over again. Um, but um, I really dig uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. That was one of my favorite games to play, and I was yeah. always good at beating everyone at that game. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, not so good. <laughs> you know. But uh, just a few weeks ago, you know, me and my brothers all got together. My brother had one of those mini Super Nintendos, and we had a little tournament. I was doing pretty good with Ryu. I was kicking butt, and uh, I was undefeated for a bit. But then my brother chose Ken, and, uh, yeah, I got my butt whooped, so... You know, Street Fighter is kind of ingrained to our family, and uh, not to say me or my other brother like Mortal Kombat, but um, yeah, I definitely like Street Fighter, and I look forward to hearing what you guys pick and hearing what everyone else picks. So uh, thanks again for letting me uh, be on the show, guys, and I uh, really appreciate it. And uh, take care. Thanks for letting us know, yeah. Daniel. Honestly, I thought it was going to go a different way. Um, I thought he was going to go Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat for for some reason. I don't know why I had assumed that. Yeah. I figured I was uh, in the minority there. But uh, okay, so Street Fighter for the man who suggested this round of uh, pop culture combat. So uh, thanks, Daniel, for sending that in. We appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, I liked his points, though. I, I think part of it is like kind of what you grew up with a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then what you what you just kind of gravitate towards throughout this this time, like he said, what I love about it too, though, is even though I was never that much into Street Fighter and all of its different things, both of these series have had lots of different avenues you can explore this world and or these worlds, and um, and it was it, it was an awesome time to grow up and, and have these to choose from. See, so see yeah, on uh, cool. the the movie he mentioned and uh, the comics, I didn't get into those until after I had graduated from high school, and so I I. Mm. couldn't put that in my nostalgia I, I don't feel like i'm as far removed so that's gotcha. kind of my my cutoff is uh high school or older uh for for that so yeah yeah i'm with you there yeah this was during the time uh point in time whenever you weren't having sex yeah constantly is that what you're <laughs> is that what you're talking about <laughs> yeah that you had to uh you you read comic books and said after high school instead mm-hmm. of doing it yeah and it's continued to this day. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, let's uh, let's check out our social media here, and uh, and we'll, yeah. we'll tally up the the audience scores. So let's uh, let's start with Instagram. So for Instagram, it was a uh, it was a fifty fifty split. We got equal number of votes for Street okay. Fighter, and what was the other in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> My brain just went uh, kaput there. Um, so I think per our previous rules, we just didn't award a point in that case um, since it was so. a draw. So neither one gets a point. Um, however, on Twitter, it was overwhelmingly 80% to 20%. Oh, wow. In favor of Street Fighter. Really? Yeah. See, okay, here's where this is, like, totally blowing my mind. When I read that stuff about, like, how much bigger of a series, like, money-wise it was, and then, like you said during the podcast earlier, too, about, like, worldwide and how uh, it's different uh, with Mortal Kombat not being even allowed to be played in some places. Um, I, I honestly, going into this, was like, oh, well, like, Mortal Kombat is easily, like, the more knowing one. Like, people know that one more. Um, Street Fighter will not be as as well liked or whatever, but man, I'm being uh, 
Show the door for sure. I didn't realize all this would be flipped on me. Right? Yeah. There's a, there's a, a lot of stuff when it came to this round, and it, it happens like every pop culture combat round that we do. There's always stuff I learn yeah. where I'm just like, wait, what? Like I had no idea. Yeah. Especially the yeah, the social media presence was a was a big uh-huh. thing here. So yeah, um, I've tallied the votes. <sighs> okay. And there is a decisive winner. No draws here. Oh wow. By a score of six to four mm. in round eight of Pop Culture Combat, Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. The winner is Tekken? Tekken? <laughs> yes. <laughs> by just a Cinderella story out of nowhere. Yeah, just by a name drop in this very conversation. <laughs> Tekken wins. No, 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 no. Okay, by a score of six to four, the winner of round eight of Pop Culture Combat is Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Wait, was it really? It really is, yeah. Yeah. What what are the what are the numbers? Your numbers for nostalgia, uh-huh. pop cultural impact, fisticuffs, personal preference, all of that. Mortal Kombat. I had two yeah. Mortal Kombats myself, so that's six. Oh, right. So you added to it. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, my my four was a sp- essentially split two and two. So I have two for MK, two for okay. Street Fighter, um, and then uh, Daniel had one for Street Fighter. So that's three. And then uh, the audience score on Twitter gave Street Fighter its fourth point. Yeah, not enough to pull it ahead of wow. Mortal Kombat in this round. The round of our Lord Reginald Bell Johnson, R. Bell Johnson on Twitter. Go follow him. Um, so yeah, <laughs> get Street, that blue check mark. Street Fighter um, could not best Mortal Kombat this round. Therefore, Mortal Kombat is the winner yes. of round eight. I am shocked. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I um, I honestly uh, I forgot how we scored this, so I couldn't add that up in my head. Um, afterwards, I really thought a bunch of Street Fighter stuff had just come down the pike there, and uh, that was going to win. And I'm glad that Mortal Kombat's the uh, the Carpathians and myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulled that out, and uh, wow, I feel good about it. I feel good. Yet again, you're undefeated in pop culture combat. Well, I thought this was going to be the one. I thought. I, th- I thought at the end it was too. Look, and uh, could I have changed my scores? Yeah, I I I could have, but I had to be mm-hmm. honest with myself. You know, when I, was, yeah. when I was writing these notes earlier this week, I was like, you know, I I prefer Street Fighter, but I have to I have to be honest. I have to be honest with mm-hmm. myself on the uh, on the fisticuffs, you know. I have to be honest yeah. with myself on the nostalgia because that soundtrack. I still reference that soundtrack to this very oh, yeah. day, you know. Awesome! I want to go listen to it right now. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Uh, maybe my wife it's on and YouTube. I are going. Do what? I said maybe it's on YouTube. I bet you probably yeah. find it on YouTube. Well, I looked it up. I, I did find something on Spotify. There was a playlist. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but it was like someone else had made it. So I'm not sure what's all included oh, on sure. there. Yeah. Um, I'll have to go look up the original track listing. But uh, my wife, Amanda, and I are going to go shopping after the podcast recording here. And uh, guess what she's listening to? Oh. <laughs> In the car ride over. <laughs> you should just start playing it out of the blue and don't even mention it, you know? Yeah. And just then let it, just let, let it, it wash over her. And she'd be like, it's a Sunday afternoon with some Mortal Kombat techno from the 90s. Gong. <laughs> Yeah, she'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> I should start with a gong as loud as possible in the car, <laughs> yeah. right? Number one, easy. Yeah. Go straight into that techno. Don't turn it down. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Sunday. Why would you? Roll the windows down so everybody else can enjoy mm-hmm. it outside of there. Hell yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, I'm really happy with how this played out, obviously, because I'm still undefeated. Mm-hmm. And uh, feeling good about life right now. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fat- I fatalityed you. You did? Oh. Yeah. Sorry. You did. Well, I deserved it, you know? I should have. Yeah. That horse shitting in my general direction was a portent <laughs> of things to come. I should have known I would not survive this week. So we're. Okay. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to animality you. Oh. Okay. With that horse. Yeah. Poop. So you. you you morph into a horse, and then you yeah. fire bricks of shit directly, high speed, yeah. as if it were a t-shirt cannon full of doo-doo yes. directly <laughs> into my face, and it just decapitates me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Animality. Hell yeah. And then going Done. back to uh, what Chris Bell said, you know, drunk uh, drunk Halo, you defeat your opponent, then you morph back into yourself, walk over, mm-hmm. and then you, like, uh, you teabag <laughs> you teabag me. teabag you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought, um, you know, going back to our nostalgia and our early days of, you know, Mario and Duck Hunt and Duck Hunt <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Excite Bike and all these, all these like games and stuff that were so minimal. And, uh, you know, a scant 15 years later, whatever, 20 years later, we were uh, dunking our nuts on each other's faces <laughs> because you could crouch in a video game. You know, who would have expected that, though? Uh, American runs on Duncan, yeah. Stephen. So. <laughs> Dunking those nuts yeah. on the rest of the world. Oh yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for uh, pop culture combat, and I think that's Wait. it for. Well, yes. What? Are you sure you don't have anything else? We we really need to pad this uh, this episode out. Oh no, I got more. I think. Just okay. I'm just, let's I'm just keep closing going. it out for the for the video games and stuff. Oh, okay. Cool. So yeah. Uh, so okay. yeah, that's that's it for uh, pop culture combat. So as we've mentioned in the past, you know, if you want to suggest a uh, mm-hmm. pop culture combat contender. I know we've got a list out there, but um, obviously uh, we're not going to motivate ourselves to do it ourselves. Nope. So if you have contenders you want us to uh, put in the ring, put in the combat zone, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, let us know on, uh, you know, send us an email. Let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on social media. We'll get into that here in just a little bit. Or you can check out the show notes. Do you read the show notes? No one does. They're hilarious. You know, there's an extra little funny tag at the end of the show notes that we don't post on social media? No, you don't. But it's there. It's there every time. They're great, too. Do we stress out sometimes about what that tag will be? <laughs> does it does it ruin the time leading up to posting the show? Of course it does. Oh, man. Because we're weird. We're weird. I like do that. like... Uh, Brent does all of our social media stuff. Thank you, Brent, again, for all that. Who? Brett. Oh, oh there we go. Yeah. Brett does all the uh, yeah. social media stuff for us. And uh, I I actually didn't even notice that for a while that you were not including the tagline whenever you do the screenshots. And then I was like, ooh, I like this. It's like a little Easter egg. It is, yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so on, uh, on the next episode, this very next episode of the podcast, we're going to travel back to 1994 for it is the 25th anniversary of something huge that happened that year. 9-11 never forget yeah. <laughs> oh boy I feel bad about that that's one that's bad no, yeah, yeah that's bad yeah that's the end of the show funny. but I feel bad but about it but it's funny though yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's the, the 25th anniversary of a, uh, a huge album that came out in that year, and uh, we're going to discuss it. Um, Stephen, I don't think you and I have ever discussed this band before other than, hey, do nope. you mind if we do this as a uh, 25th anniversary album? And you're like, all right, um, just being agreeable. <laughs> Pretty much. That's the Stephen Fisher promise yeah. right there. Damn straight. Uh, Stephen and I and a special guest 
are going to discuss the 1994 album by Nine Inch Nails called The Downward Spiral. We are going to have on with us, assuming everything works out and the internet holds up and doesn't revolt against us, like last week and uh, this very episode. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We're going to have David Hopkins from Erie International and Hideous Energy fame on to discuss that album. And um, the reason I wanted to have him on is uh, not only because I, uh, I want to have him on because he's a, a friend of mine and because I've been wanting to have the two of you uh, meet before uh, yeah. uh, because uh, both of you are big film heads. And, uh, mm. and I, I, I am just curious to, uh, to get your opinions on, on different things. Um, but also because he is a huge fan of Nine Inch Nails. I think it might be his favorite band. I don't know if his, oh, okay. kind of his favorite band has changed over the past couple of years, but at least it used to Either be. Way. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I've uh, mentioned this to him a, a couple of weeks back, and, and uh, I believe he's already started compiling notes. Nice. And uh, I said, uh, you know what? Don't worry about going short. Um, not on this show, <laughs> not on this podcast, even though we won't cut you off. Yeah. Even though the, uh, the government demands that we shorten our episodes, we simply won't do it. Um, nope. so yeah, we're going to discuss the downward spiral by nine inch nails. So yeah. I've, uh, I've already downloaded it from Apple music. I'm going to listen back to it. Now they have a deluxe version that came out in 95 okay. that has like 14 additional tracks or whatever. We don't have to get into all that. We're, we're just talking about the, the main 14 track album of the downward spiral. So cool. It's good um, to know. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into all that. Uh, maybe go over, uh, obviously the, the songs and the, the music itself, but maybe the, the lyrical content. Last time mm-hmm. we did something like this was for the self-titled album from the airborne toxic event yeah. in which we realized that the lead singer, Mikhail Jolet is uh-huh. in fact a secret murderer. We cracked the yes. case wide open. And because we named the album The Murder Context, we have true crime people finding that episode, <laughs> being disappointed immediately, <laughs> but it still counts on our downloads. <laughs> it's one of our better episodes, right? Yeah, right. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. We, you know, we'll see. People. Yeah. I didn't expect that from Mikkel and that band that he would be a murderer and mm-hmm. a lot of those songs would be about murdering people. Um, I'm also surprised looking at this Downward Spiral album on Spotify right now that not enough of the songs have the E for explicit warning on them. Yeah. I would think the entire album would, but uh, it's only like uh, half the songs do. But we, I think we're going to find, um, starting with the, f- the first song, Mr. Self-Destruct, this is kind of an album, you know, in regards to the happiness of life. I think so. I think it's going to be like a Mr. Rogers Neighborhood type of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually a children's album. I believe so. That's my hypothesis. And just for for clarification, okay, we're talking about the Nine Inch Nails, like the original album. We're not going to listen to the Kids Bop version, okay? No. Even though it came out and people love it. And people (laughs) say, Kids Bop, Downward Spiral, that is the way to go if you're listening to this. No, we're not doing that. Okay, you know, they came out like eight <laughs> years ago. This is the 25th anniversary of the Downward Spiral, the original. That's the whole point. It's the original. It's the anniversary. That's the whole point. I get you. I'm with you, Brent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Uh, what if I did show up next week? Had you not said this, mm-hmm. and I had listened to the Kids Bop version, and I'd be like, guys, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I'm glad you corrected me, though. Now I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to the original. I'm excited for this because I am not a huge Nine Inch Nails fan. 
I know of them. I know some of their songs, and I like some of their songs a lot. Mm-hmm. But I've never really gravitated towards them a whole bunch. So, and I've never listened to an album of theirs in full. So, oh, okay. okay. This will be like I, I love that he is such a super fan of it, and yeah. I think you're a big fan of theirs. Um, but I'm not. Really, I don't know much about them, so this will be a big learning experience for me. So that sounds fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, Very cool. And, and we should also reiterate this: this Nine Inch Nails album is before Trent Reznor recently became. Disney's Trent Reznor, and we'll be working on <laughs> yeah, uh, that jazz movie that's coming out soon. I, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, yeah. the, the Pixar one. Yeah. Soul. Soul is what it's called. There you go. Yeah. yeah. We got there. Connecting those dots. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, as Brent said, you can send in any, uh, anything you want to do. Talk to us or pop culture combat contenders, stuff like that. You can send us an email at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. You can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. And you can follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. Brent, um, we've been recording. Thank you, Savannah, my dog. We've been recording for eight goddamn hours at this point. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what day it is. Uh, but we're almost at three hours. We got 10 minutes left. I think we just need to keep going. I think we got to <laughs> make it there. Well, actually, it would what be, do you say? It'd probably be more like. Uh, like- 20 minutes left because of all of the internet problems where we kept recording but it's just like silence so or, 30 minutes left yep so we gotta fill 40 minutes here we go wow here we go <laughs> right stretch yeah for sure um <laughs> hmm. what do we talk about what Who, do we talk about who's hotter pac-man or mrs pac-man gotta get that bow yo mm-hmm she, you you know what she gobbles right <laughs> dong pe- 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 pellets <laughs> Dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brent. You want to call it there? Mm, I guess so. Yeah, we'll do it. All, All right. right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this extra-sized, extra-special episode about Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter and the pop culture combat and all the other video game talk we did today. Uh, we really enjoy you guys listening to us, I guess, because it gives us likes and listen views on SoundCloud, and that's about as much as we get from it. (laughs) But we really enjoy it, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening to us, guys. So until next week, when we listen to Nine Inch Nails, The Downward Spiral, 1994, 25th anniversary album, Yep. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. the pimp said to the prostitute when she was almost done having sex with the uh, with the John no he walked up to her and said (laughs) (laughs) oh god he walked up to her and said finish him (laughs) worth it And then she ripped his spine out of his body through his penis. Wow. Whoa. Yep. Didn't see it coming. He didn't see it coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't get a chance. <laughs> oh, boy. Holy shit. What an episode. We have fun. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, we have fun. We good? Excellent. Okay. GarageBand's freaking out. That's what we want. Yours is? Cool. No, no, on, on your end. Oh, no, my you good. just mentioned. It is good now? It is good. It is It is cooperating okay. now. Okay. <sighs> Against its will. Basically. We have to force everything. Skype, GarageBand. Do not make me record this awful podcast, Steve Allen. <laughs> GarageBand is like, that's it. I don't <laughs> want to do it. I mean, I can't argue with that. <laughs> can't argue with that. Um, all right, so we need to sync with something. Uh, it should probably be video game related since this is the be-all, end-all video game podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People have been saying that for years. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't want... It's not like we're choosing a side if we choose a, a, a word from one of the contenders today. No. Because I think that... Oh, okay, that's good. I think would be uh, would be pretty fun. Actually, you know what? That would be a good balance because mm. the segment is called Pop Culture Combat, a play on Mortal Combat. So, yeah. you know what? I think it's absolutely fair. Some say the most fair Excellent. way to sync well, this episode. What's great, though, is both sides. We got both sides covered. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, absolutely. cool. Absolutely. We're just lying there in the middle. <sighs> yep. All right. So... Hadouken, but with some emphasis, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Okay. On three. One, two, three. Hadouken! <laughs> Excellent. Hell yeah. Are you there? Is it frozen? I can hear you, but I can't see you anymore. Can you hear me? Oh, Brent. Where did you go? So, did you hear any of that? Super pixelated. Super Nintendo Genesis 2. I can't hear Brent, and he can't hear you. Sorry. Huh. It's gonna happen more. I can see it was a trilogy. Oh, a quadrilogy. Do you see how tiny this tissue has gotten now? All right. <laughs> I've been meaning to go take a break. I was gonna try to do it before uh, Pop Culture Combat, but apparently I gotta All do right. that right now. So, All right, go give ahead. me a sec. No problem. I think that might have been my first sneezing attack on air. I believe so, Ooh. yeah. Ooh, collector's edition. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> my uh, my allergies are just really punched me in the dick today. That's okay. That's all right. It's getting in the way of my speaking now. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Brent has allergies as well. Um, yeah, <clears throat> of the brain. Let me try to get back in there. That's what she said, uh, or he mm-hmm. said. You know, that's what she said. Jokes half the time really are should be like that's what he said, but. We all just accept it. Everybody knows the she said part, and we just move on. I just yep. want to 
you guys to know, I know that the female doesn't stick things in the male except for sometimes pegging fun, yeah. fun parties. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm giving this to, to mortal Kombat. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I was going to say, you know, for, for this particular scenario, dogs, <laughs> can you hear them pretty, pretty yeah, clearly? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't really have any consoles right now. I do have, um, uh, an Apple TV that, uh, sorry, my computer is really cool freaking out right now. What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> it no. just opened iTunes and started a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> what the hell? Here, okay. Steven, please watch this instead. Do uh, not make me record the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> please. It is getting, my computer is getting warm. It is like, oh, I don't like this. Um, listen, it's been another awesome day, two podcast recordings in a row now, uh, that everything is working out perfectly. So, um, your question was about new games. One, two, three. Hadouken! Hadouken. Hadouken. All right. Fair enough. Disappointed third go around. (laughs) Hadouken. We have the best podcast in the whole wide world and it never fucks up. Daylight outside of cave? Why? <laughs> Friendship. Friendship. L P A S.